what happened was level. Yeah, congrats, level fifteen. And what what happened was <laughs> what happened, don't, don't, don't grab Zolta's blood. This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, Dead and Waiting Number Two. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Alright, we ready to go? Yep. That is huge. Oh, yeah. Antonio here. Got Chris here. JC Monkey. Sounds good to me. Alright, and that would be Jesse. Almost like a little pervert. I don't want to be the first one to die. I know that sounds silly, but just <laughs> somebody else died before me. Permanent death is permanent, no rollback. JC Monkey turned around, started running at me, and I freaked out. Those fat guys, man, almost got me. I went down to half life, got very nervous. Hey guys, I'm Tony here once again. I'm ready for game night two of our hardcore Destin waiting crew. I have uh, CKR Tech, uh, JC Monkey, Jesse, and myself here uh, getting ready to get started. It is, I guess, probably our third uh, game night, but we are doing our second recording tonight for you guys. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start by seeing what everybody's up to. Uh, how about you, Jamie? How you been? Uh, pretty good. Not too bad. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, you've been putting in some work. Uh, we got probably oh, got a lot to talk to. How you doing, Jesse? Doing good, man. I was battling. Uh, uh, I missed um, kind of interim hardcore game tonight because I got sick, man. It was terrible. Um, but I'm alive. I'm back strong and uh, ready for some hardcore gaming. You're doing good. Maybe not the best. Right now. <laughs> well, I feel good because, like, I got sick last week, so I've been like well and back at work for like a week now. So, and we also have Chris with us. How you doing, Chris? Doing well. I've been playing a little bit of uh, SimCity now that the servers are finally working, and just kind of TikToking between that and Diablo. Have some issues when you first got on? Yeah, it was kind of a lot like a Diablo's launch, except uh, I don't know. It seemed a lot worse for those guys over at Maxis. So. It looks like things are doing better for them, so that's that's good for business. But man, what a terrible launch! How long did, did it last? The 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 server issues. Uh, well, I guess they released it last Tuesday. I guess it was, and um, uh, so it's been it's been about a week, and they were working around the clock and patched it three or four or five times by Saturday. But it's definitely but SimCity now is all, I mean like Diablo three is a online you have to be connected to the net type thing and their Wave. servers just Boo. could not handle Boo. the load and, you know and people have asked about sorry not to get on a tangent about SimCity but people have it's asked about an offline mode in SimCity and they've responded with well you know we do a lot of calculations in the cloud in order for your city to operate so we just don't <laughs> see that Pull as out something the that would work make anything better than what they got right now. So, that was 8-bit systems. <laughs> but when you are connected and everything's humming just fine, uh, it's a pretty fun game. So, Is there a free trial right now that we can like download and play without having to pay? Uh, you know, I actually don't know about that. I ended up pre-ordering the game, so 
But and when it didn't work, I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I'll just play Diablo <laughs> until they get it fixed. Because I, I want to at least try this uh, one more time. It's pretty good. They may have some sort of a uh, trial available, maybe a time trial. I'm not sure. Well, it's a good problem when you when you sell more copies and you have more people trying to play than you know originally thought. But whatever. But like Diablo, yeah, it's probably gonna get better in time. It's exactly. It sounds like it's getting better, right? Yeah. That's good. Um, well, as for myself, I've uh, just been playing a lot of Diablo. I have uh, had some extra time to play because you know the old lady is letting me play more with her being occupied and doing a lot of her painting and stuff. So I've had some good long binges, and I suppose we'll just we'll move right into what we've been doing in the game. And I guess since uh, we missed you last week and haven't played as much with Jesse, well, what you been up to in game? Well, I have decided that my sickness came from an event that happened on Diablo. What um, could that be? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, we, we were all, I think we were all on that night, in fact. It was uh, Tuesday night, I think. No, no, Mon- I, I don't remember what night it was. But anyways, we, we were hardcore gaming. Jamie was running me through, um, trying to help me kind of power level. And uh, we killed an elite pack. And Jamie continued on through the portal, went on to the next thing. Well, I see a yellow uh, laying on the ground. So this is my 24 uh, level my demon hunter. So I see this yellow, I go running towards it. Well, right next to that yellow item, that rare item, happened to be one of those balls that's like glowing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, I wasn't <laughs> paying attention to it. I see the item, I run over to it, the ball blows up. We're on, were we on MP10? Uh, I think so. Yeah, we were on MP10. The ball of glowing death uh, blows up and kills me, one shot. And so my 24 demon hunter that was right on par with everybody dies. And uh, I think we had a little moment oh, of silence. No. <laughs> <laughs> and an impromptu moment of silence where I just sat there and uh, um, uh, I didn't believe it. And so he died. <laughs> it wasn't terrible, but I had, uh, when I look back, how, I think I had, how, how many hours did I have on him? I had four hours, right? Yeah. I think four hours, man. And so I was like, gosh, that was a big time bummer when it comes to just, I mean, I really experienced the hardcore gaming death feeling like the third time I played hardcore. And so I, well, at least it was only four hours. I mean, that's a lot of time, I guess, but not not, not too bad. To some of the people's deaths. Yeah, you're right about <laughs> that's that. That's true. Right. So, I don't think, actually, go ahead. Chris. I was gonna say I don't think Lantonio and I were in the game, but as I recall, Jesse, you died. You're like, and I died, like about like that. And I was and, more excited and than Jamie he was. was. Like, no. And, and so I was confused. <laughs> like, whoa, what? What happened? What happened? Who died? What happened? And uh, yeah, that yeah, was I tough, couldn't, man. I couldn't believe. I thought Jamie died, and I was like, "How did Jamie die normal?" Because he was already right. on I was, level. I was like level thirty, and he, you know, yeah, yeah I heard, no, you were over that. I think at that point, I think you were forty something. Yeah, I heard Jamie I, go, I, I, "No effing way!" And I'm I know, like, right? like, "No way, you didn't die." And I was, <laughs> you know, a couple minutes later, with absolute silence, you hear just a dog going to bed. Because I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I was like, what's going on, man? There's like no mobs. We killed them all. Go through the portal. It's like, okay, what killed you? Gosh, man, it was a bummer. And that was the perfect example of just not paying full attention. And, it, and I've, so I've played softcore for so long, it didn't matter. You know, you don't have to pay full attention to that because you don't have a real, there's no, you know, you're not paying a price if that. Well, that's okay because I got a not paying attention story for you later. Yeah, so that's what I've done. I had that character up, died, and then I got sick. The ex- in fact, it was the exact same night. I got sick later in the night. Woke up in the middle of the night having all kind of GI issues. So uh, I'm, I'm almost certain it was pain of that death that caused right. me to get sick. <laughs> it was that bad, huh? Yeah. So then I, I re-rolled another character, and Jamie tried to. What did we do? We tried to do MP10, and you tried to rush me to 
Act three, yeah, so we, we could were, run we were around. Experimenting, and, uh, and it didn't work. I had like yeah. three more hardcore deaths at like level one, two, and four, and I was like, man, this is. <laughs> it was. It sucked. Maybe so. it was just your depression of losing <laughs> the first one, and then getting a little more careless. But at least you know those were just you know quick deaths, nothing yeah, too big yeah, no, deal. No. Um, so so what are, where are you at right now? You've obviously started another guy. Yep, I'm at level uh, fourteen. So so and we've learned our on. lesson with the demon hunter. Man, but you know what? Just like I, I was saying earlier, I've, I've switched to the other squishy character. Uh, now I'm the uh, Sork uh, wizard or whatever. So, man, I, I've gone from the one character that dies all the time to the other character that dies all the time. <laughs> well, how are you feeling with it so far? You said dies all the time. Um, you haven't gotten any close calls or died yet, have you? Yeah, nothing too crazy. I just hit Ice Armor, so I got Ice Armor. I'm using Diamond Skin and then, you know, Frost Nova. So I'm able to kind of keep things. It's a little bit different, so I'm not having to, you know, jump back and run as much. I, I feel like it's got a little bit more survivability, at least at this point at level 14. Mm-hmm. Um, than the demon hunter, but it's still not, I don't think, quite on par with uh, a barb or a monk or, or even like y'all said, uh, uh, you know, if you had zombie dogs running around and stuff, you know, helping you out and tanking some. Well, I'm sure our buddy Negative Nevik could uh, help you out, seems though he's a self played wizard and I'm sure he could let you know some tips if you need any help. I mean, he might, you know, being Negative Nevik, he, he might also tell you to get lost. So. <laughs> well, I have a, a, a soft core. You know, wizard, but I it's just hit level sixty, and I actually have never really played it, so I'm still kind of new to this class. But we'll see. It's fun. I mean, I hope, I hope I don't die. So that's really the goal, right? I think as long as we slow play and we help you out this time, you learned your lesson to not pick up stuff when things are blowing up around you. I mean, so. I was not even paying attention. Uh-huh. It's terrible. That's what happens, you know. And I mean, speaking of not paying attention, my my first uh, call, close call, was. I was talking to my brother-in-law at DOS about us, our hardcore because he saw that we were playing hardcore early on and everything. And I think I was in Vault of Assassins playing MP10, and you know everything seems pretty easy, and you don't really get hurt when you're paying attention. But you start talking to someone, and I what I did is I leaped into the center of, of guys, and with Iron Impact, you know, used to get tons of defense by doing that, and I had it hit enter that talk back to him because he hadn't been on mumble at the moment and i'm sitting here trying to do my moves and i'm typing one one two four three three two and i see yeah and i see my guy just starting to drain once the uh iron impact went away and i i just got so scared my heart starts racing i'm like what's going on what's going on you know he's He's sitting there, and now, of course, he happened to hop on Mumble, laughing like, you know, he's going out of style, like he can barely breathe. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> And anyway, I noticed really quick what's going on, luckily, before it was too late, and I got out of it. And Well, at least you had a little heart beating. Mine just was instant, instant death. <laughs> yeah, well, I was, you know, I was, my guy was geared okay to be there and stuff, but when you just sit there and let people hit you for so long... Uh, you know, it starts to hurt. Yeah. What what I'm curious is, I heard Jamie say something about having uh, a story for us when he was talking to you. And oh uh, my god! I suppose Dude. with that, we'll go right into uh, Jamie. What what have you been up to, and what's your story? Uh, I had a game, not too much. You know, it's just chilling here, playing around. Jabble is pretty much my life at the moment. So, and uh, yeah, that little story is. I have uh, I, I started sec- side characters just like for uh, grinding and testing out. So yep. I created a demon hunter, and I got it into uh, Nightmare Act One. It was like level thirty three, 
you know, I got my second monitor. I'm watching TV and stuff like this. I didn't realize it, but I'm in the cathedral, like level two. My screen froze, right? Because I just, I just, I just like got into the game or whatever, and I just restarted the quest. And I, I turned. I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I shooting? Why am I hearing anything blow up or die? All of a sudden, I get back, and then three of those big fat guys that explode into those little snakes uh-huh. killed me. One hit. Uh. Me. Oh, that's, that was your first death, right? That so was, was the first it lag one. that got you? Yes, it was. And funny as it is, is like when you die in hardcore, it tells you in your graveyard or your your Hall of Heroes or whatever they call it, what killed you. Mine says unknown. Yeah, that I think when it says unknown, that's usually your lag spikes or power outages and stuff died. like that. Yeah, I died in a lag spike. <laughs> and then the <laughs> second one is funny. I'm watching The Office, and then... Um, Jim and Dwight are doing something really stupid funny. I got a level 11 demon hunter that I'm trying to re-roll here. I'm running through the spider cave. I'm turning my head to my monitor on the left, which has Netflix running the office, and they're doing their fighting and little comedy crap. I'm laughing my butt off going on, and, and I, I didn't realize it, but I just kept running, and tons of little spiders just freaking jumped on me and wanted me. <laughs> it sounded to me like distractions are not a good thing in no, right. and hardcore. So that's death number two. Death number three. Well, by the way, death number three. Whoa. Death number three. Deaths were not one hit. You just (laughs) got killed for not paying attention by multiple hits. Death number three was. Oh my god. I act the third iteration of the Demon Hunter. I'm like, you know what? Three three strikes are out. This is it. I'm doing the Demon Hunter again. I actually got the Demon Hunter into Act Three Hell. Up to level 56. Everything was great. I'm one hit and everything. I got 12k DPS. I've got like 100 all resistance. I've got 36k health. I've got like 3k armor. I'm killing shit. Oh, sorry. I'm killing <laughs> okay. stuff. Oh my god. Then I get stuck in uh, Stoneforge up on the stairs, right? Because I'm running past this one uh, elite pack that's on the ground. It's these dogs shooting mortars. Where so I'm trying to get away from the mortars, right? So I get up, go up to the stairs. On top of the stairs, there's a rare shaman who starts casting a whole bunch of crap. So now I'm trying to get back down the stairs. The dogs ran up the stairs. The shaman came down the stairs. I'm stuck and trapped in the middle of the stairs, and I'm trying to I'm trying to smoke screen. I'm trying to vault. Nothing. I'm stuck. I'm locked. It's like the mobs just locked me, and I just died. I'm I'm spamming everything, potions, smoke screens, preparation with 60% life. I'm like, something, give me a freaking bone here. Something, give me (laughs) these dang stairs. Nothing. It just dropped, dead. And then I'm just sitting there in awe. For like five minutes, I'm just staring. How many hours did you have on that one? 18. I'm staring at the screen of my level 656 Demon Hunter in Act 3, stuck on these stupid stairs. I'm looking at the faces of these dogs on the screen, and it looks like they're laughing at me. It looks, it's like they're, oh my god, I just want to kick them What you should have done is like I did that night when my mouse went out, hit escape. If you're the only one in the game, then you're paused. You see what I'm saying? I was out of hatred. I was out of preparation. I was out of uh, everything. Even if I came back, nothing would have happened. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that. Oh my god, that's so, yeah. that's not too good. Um, <laughs> so obviously, but my show that, monk is doing fantastic. The one that I'm using for the show, it's mm-hmm. so good. I'm in Inferno, I, you know. Ooh, Inferno. Well, that's a big yes. jump from where we were at last time. And I'm just gonna chime in real quickly. Uh, I know we had said last time we were on the show that we're you know we're gonna what we're gonna do is kind of record our experiences and. Um, 
being as though once you're in hardcore, and I'm sure anyone who plays Diablo, especially when you have a lot of time to play, it's hard to not go on. Very hard. So what we decided to do, and I know everyone's okay, because I mean, nobody really cares about the normal experiences. I mean, if you die, it's easy to talk about it, blah, blah, blah. But what we wanted to do was just go on, and what we do when we record, we'll just kind of tell you where we're at, catch you up, and then, you know, we'll start playing from there and let you know what's going on. Because, you know, now that we're getting higher difficulty, it's more exciting, there's new stuff, we can find some good stuff, talk about legendaries, rares, all that fun stuff. So that being said, what have you been doing since I think we ended up at scoundrel when we stopped in normal and it sounds like you're all the way in inferno so that's a lot of game time and um, i'm sure you got some stories yeah uh oh my god especially with the de- well those demon hunters right because I've, I've been doing a rushing and whatever you know right. it's it's such like a, it's such like a rush it's like so addicting that's why i had to get back in a demon hunter once you get ball lightning your sentries oh my god and then you're shooting your hungering arrow it's it's fantastic but the demon hunters are just so dang squishy it's unbelievable. So I was like, skip it. I would, so did, I you, did you have an offhand, like a quiver, or were you doing like a, a sword on the shield. offhand? I was, okay, doing, so the, you I was have... doing the one hand uh, bow, or crossbow, or crossbow or hand crossbow, yeah. they call them, yeah. and then yeah. the shield. Which is a safe build, I guess. I mean, if you're trying to stay yeah, alive. Yeah. Just don't, I guess it's a life lesson, live and learn. I mean, don't stand in things that explode, and don't get yourself trapped on stairs or things where you can't get out of, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Speaking of that, we were uh, starting to learn as we were gotten to Inferno because, yes, I'm in Inferno as well, and I'll talk about more of that when I uh, tell what I've been doing. But um, we learned because we just recently got to Act Three that them stairs can be dangerous, and we were playing with a couple guys. Uh, one happened to be Infinity, and Infinity is a CM wizard, so he doesn't really matter where he's at. He's stun locking them as long as he knows he's safe, whatever. But you know. Jamie and I are like, we're not going on them stairs. We can't get out. We're going to be done for. You know, exactly. I can leap out, and but leap doesn't always work. Sometimes you, you hit it wrong. Sometimes it doesn't jump right. You got to watch yourself, you know. So I'm sorry, Jamie. Go ahead. I cut you off there. <laughs> it's all good, man. Oh, yeah. Just to finish up with that, be careful playing public games because if you don't know the other three people, they're all going to be doing all individual things. And you're going to be stuck. Because I got stuck. Because I was a way, I was a little bit undergeared for what we were doing. And, oh my god. I was running from uh, Waller, Jailer, Arcane, and Illusionist. And he, it exploded into all these freaking illusions. And started spamming Arcanes. And I'm running away. I'm like, okay, where's everyone at? Like, you were doing your thing over there. Trying to catch up or run away from something. The one guy was doing his thing. And the CM was, was trying to go ahead and whatever. You know, I'm like, oh god, what is this? And then, yeah, man, I mean, uh, monks are really, really easy through normal and nightmare. But once you get to hell, you actually have to start thinking about gear. I mean, you have to start thinking about high armor. Not necessarily about all resistances too much. Get like 100 int, that'll help you a little bit. And then, because all the all resist gear in hell for that particular level between the 50 55, you're only looking at like 10 all resist per piece. That's not really a lot. Per se, I mean, you want a lot of vit, and you want to try and get your damage as high as you can, so you can kill stuff as fast as you can. Because when I got through Act Four in Hell, I mean, oh my God, it was twice as a bump from Act Three. And when you're doing those angels and those mallet lords, oh my God, and they're fast, oh, and there's tons of them on screen. They're all coming at you. It's like, oh my God. When you talk about the all res being decently cheap, are you saying before one with everything? Because I'm sure you're using one with everything, right? 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially with the monk. You want to stack. You want to look through the auction. I mean, don't spend, like, right away. You want to look through and plan your builds and plan your gear because you want to find gear that has some other elemental resist plus all resistance. So that way you double up. That way that way you can potentially get up to, like, 1,600 with the the secondary elemental plus all resist. And I think you can max without legendary gear up to 880 but with legendary gear you can get up to like a thousand i think for normal people without monks don't quote nice. me on that that's something like that yeah it's probably somewhere around there that, that's great what what are you going with which uh which stack did you go with uh right now it, it was a toss-up i went i went with arcane through hell because that's what it seemed to be the most uh, abundant at the time but now that i'm in inferno it seems like uh Poison's pretty good. Physical resist, there's a lot of it, but that's expensive as heck. And then uh, I'm, I'm on fire resist only because I found some cheapy stuff, and it allowed me to get up to about like 700 all resistance and stuff. Well, I just popped in here to y'all's game, and every one of y'all are 60. I didn't know Chris was 60 as well. Dang on, man, I'm really right. slacking. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we've been burning the midnight oil, man. And, I, <laughs> and then uh, Chris helped me get to 60 when he was like 55. And then I helped him get to 60 the other day. And then uh, I bumped Latonia through hell the other day, too, once I got to 60. Yep, and that's the whole point of the crew. We're all going to help each other. And speaking of helping, we're going to have to help Jesse get all caught up to us now and everything. And before I go on to Chris, what he's a little bit of what he's been up to. Uh, we are we are playing at the moment. What we're doing is working with Jesse, and we decided to go to the Vault of Assassin on uh, MP10 normal. Hopefully, Jesse can stay alive. Uh, all he's gonna have to do is you have to do is kite. We're gonna try to take you and kill all the mobs really quick. It shouldn't be a problem. If you have anything where you you're thinking if you are getting hit, you're gonna die too fast. Let us know. We'll drop the MP. It's not worth it. Um, you know what I mean, Jesse? Yes. It sounds good. And did you happen to grab yourself some gear? Yeah, I picked that stuff I... up. I was one of them was a uh, uh, help, so that shield did. So I'll just stick with it. Got any open sockets available? That no, I can I'm help on you 14, on? so I like I can't use the helms yet. So and I don't have a weapon that's socketed. So all right. Well, I threw a couple level 14 piece of gear by the stash. I don't know if there anything you can use. I think one's a strength belt, but it's something. And I will look in my stash see if I have any oldies available to you as well. And while we're doing that. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, Jamie? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I tried out a Witch Doctor, too. I got a Witch Doctor up to, like, 30-something uh, because I was bored of playing the wizard. Like I, I got a wizard. After my deep, after that third Demon Hunter died, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get on my monk because I want to, you know, try and make up some other characters just in case my monk dies. I have something to play with. So I, I started a wizard. I got the wizard up to like 23. That's not so bad. I mean, it does have some defensive stuff, like diamond skin is viable between uh, normal and nightmare and stuff. And then it's got that uh, free spell where you can just like free stuff, plus ice armor. Like, uh, ice armor was great against a butcher because the butcher would come smack you, he'd be frozen automatically by the ice armor, and then you'd have the extra freeze with the other spell, so you can kind of like stack them a little bit. Yeah. Which is what I'm actually using exactly. Ice armor. Diamond skin, Frost Nova. So, Chris, haven't really heard you much. Kind of being quiet there. Uh, what have you, you been up to? You got level 60, and where are you at? Uh, what's your story? Well, um, as Jamie said, we were kind of helping each other out leveling a bit, and um, I'm a little surprised since I've been playing as a, uh, as a mostly a wizard in general, and what do you know but the first two character classes that I managed to get to uh, 60 
that is two of the same class is Witch Doctor. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, sorry, Nevik. Um, but uh, it's 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 really been a lot of fun. Uh, I've had some close calls as well. I think there was one time where um, where Lantonio, you and uh, Jamie were in town, and uh, and I said, well, I'm just gonna kind of go solo. And we, <laughs> we may have even had the MP up a little bit, and um, and I just got in an area and kind of got trapped and just started laughing because I saw my globe going down, and I just kind of said, I'm 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 gonna die. <laughs> um, but fortunately, Spirit walked right out of there and said, okay, I'm I'm not gonna do that again. Yeah, where was that at? Where did you say that was at? I think it was somewhere in the in the sewers, and this was this was last week. We were probably around Nightmare. Um, I think it was the same night that we uh, we fought uh, Belial and Lantonio. I think you you had kind of a close call with Belial back in yeah, Nightmare days. Yeah, I, I had an even bigger pant crapper than the, when I was playing with my brother-in-law. What happened was level. Yeah, congrats, nice. level fifteen. And what what happened was <laughs> what happened, don't, don't, don't grab Zoltan's blood. So that way we can keep our checkpoint. Right. So what happened was we were uh, in Nightmare and we felt completely confident on going and taking on the Butcher, and, or not the Butcher, Belial. And what happened was I'm using uh, my basic Ren build and put on Brass Berserker. I got no problem. We're doing fine. And he gets, Belial has maybe a quarter life left. Well, he starts shooting off his stuff, and all my stuff's on cooldown, pretty much. He starts shooting off all his green blobs, and at first they weren't even hurting those, me. Man. Yeah, they weren't even hurting me, and before I know it, all of a sudden my health starts dropping. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm hitting all my buttons, nothing's, you know, everything that's on cooldown, and I got Iron Impact back, so I jumped, I got that. I'm pretty sure that's what saved me. I literally was, my health was underneath the gargoyle's chin. I was so scared. Like I, my heart dropped. I thought for sure that was the end of me. It's so and funny because when you say gargoyle's chin, every time I look down, I'm like, "Ooh, that is low." It's, it's like, like, it's, it's like ten percent or eight percent. Yeah, I, I'm actually my screen started going red even, you know, right before wow. you die. And I hate that. I couldn't believe it. I, I must not have been five percent though, because I didn't get that unless I already have that achievement. But it, that was that was very like nerve wracking. And um, if it wouldn't been for playing in a group, which I know, Jamie, you just said that, you know, playing public games is not a good idea. And I'm going to have to agree and disagree a little bit. Um, in Infernal, if you can play with a public game, it's definitely a safety net of a little bit, as long as everyone's sticking together. But like you mm -hmm. said, it's hard to trust people. But when we're playing together like this, I'd rather be together with us and being able everyone can talk greatly because Jamie pretty much saved my life with his blinding light. If he went to been able to blind Belial for that's I think pretty sure that's what happened. Most likely and, I died. And, uh, breath, uh, breath of Heaven too, which uh, healed you a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that pretty much saved my life. And then you know that Iron Impact, which I highly recommend. Some people use Furious Charge with Dreadnought. I've tried it, and I don't really like it. I feel like you know that Iron Impact is better because of leap. You know, if there's Wallers or anybody, you can get. Out of that a lot better, especially when you get walled and there's 20 arcane sentries coming at you. I would definitely go with that. Um, that's pretty much my only other close call, I think, uh, that I've had so far. I might have had a couple little areas while progressing that I was losing like half-life and I got a little more nervous and stuff like that. But um, other than that, nothing really big on, on that part. And before I continue anymore, 
We haven't really been hearing you, Chris, so I'm going to try to get you involved by oh, asking can what... I... Oh, Jamie? Actually, can, yeah, I throw, go ahead. can I throw one more close call in there before? Remember when, when we were fighting against, uh, what was it, Diablo with, uh, it was me, Scanline? Who was, was was somebody else with it? I think I was on my witch doctor or whatever. Yeah, your and buddy, then, real friend, or your real name friend, or something like that. Called uh, Diablo, and you kill you kill him, but yet you get trapped in that little vice thing that he has, where he, before he goes to pick you up, and if you right. merge into the third phase while you're in that, there's a bug. Yeah, I've had that same thing And you are stunned until Diablo picks you up. When my character was in that stunned period, I was losing life, and all I saw was my bar life bar draining. I'm like, oh my god, I can't touch anything i can't heal i can't breath of heaven i can't nothing i'm just standing there, i'm like diablo pick me up and do something already give me something oh, yeah i remember that i was playing with you and i was getting scared because i'm like oh no and you know now jamie's life's in my hands and i'm sitting here trying to my best to kill him my wrath berserker had about three four seconds left on cooldown i popped it again and luckily you survived that i mean that scared me i didn't want to be in there when you know you were dying, especially that because I wasn't able to kill him, and you were helping me, and you'd already done it, and everything else. That would have made me feel bad. I mean, a little bad, but <laughs> but just yeah, a little bit. So. Oh, and uh, how about the how about the time where uh, you accidentally popped the Wrath of Berserker? We're at the Oasis, and you're running. Like, oh my god, I gotta go try and find a champ pack to wait, to get this Wrath of Berserker on. I'm running behind all the mobs that you're dragging while you're running that Wrath of Berserker is coming on to me. I'm down to half health, draining my life. I'm like, dude, hey, you wanna come back and fight these mobs you're picking up over here? I'm like, oh yeah, sure, no problem. Well, <laughs> what happened is, I have my Wrath of Berserker on three, and I'm gonna change that because I I tend to hit four with imp for impunity a lot and so my number three gets in the way and i'll hit wrath berserker and we we're in inferno act one and i'm like well i want to use my wrath of berserker on a champ pack which i knew there'd be one close but i haven't seen one for a while so i would run ahead and i also i kind of just kind of figured that oh you know his monkey can be over he can take it but you don't really think about how bad so many people around you can be you know, especially when you're bar, Wrath Berserkers are safety net. You're really not worried when you have that, so you just rush through everything. But I felt bad about that, but it was pretty funny nonetheless. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, Chris, uh, how you been? Good. I had another close call, uh, aside from that uh, sewer one that was kind of kind of funny, just because, you know, you, you just get used to, uh, you know, getting into a game and doing your thing and uh, in softcore mode, and sometimes it could be uh, the simple things in life, so to speak, can be a little hairy. And I jumped in on a game, and Jamie was playing, and I was like, "Hey, man, what's up?" We were on Mumble, and I just, without thinking, just clicked his banner. Well, he was right in the middle of a champion pack that was mortar and everything. So we got, a, we got a couple guys back here. Sorry, yeah, I had no a problem. I saw that surprise welcoming committee basically when I showed up. So that was kind of that was kind of crazy. I had to I had to get out of there quick. Yeah, so you're level 60 now, and are you to Inferno, or are you still in Hell, or what's your deal? I'm still in Hell, so I just recently hit 60. Uh, Jamie was kind of power leveling me so I could get there, and uh, I think we were working some um, somewhere in the middle uh, of Act 3 where you know you can you can hit all the main experience grinding areas. and so. I'm going to cut you for just, uh, sorry to interrupt, just one second. Um, Jamie, with your Tempest Rush build that you're using right now, just make sure that you don't go too far ahead because I see that uh, Jesse's falling a little back behind probably because of his movement speed and stuff, and mm -hmm. he's got to be close enough to actually get the experience. 
But all right, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. That's it. Hey, first oh, time no, I've seen that Tempest Rush. It. it moves quick. Sorry, go ahead. Interrupt. <laughs> no, so it was just another one of those things where you know you just think, oh, okay, well, I'll just banner and enjoy them and you know whatever. But um, you know, you gotta take yeah, a second, yeah. think hardcore character before you start catching up on life. Nature is clear. <laughs> yeah, no, go into the, you know at the wrong time, and all of a sudden you're gone. Yeah, you really want to watch yourself. Um, so if other than close calls. Uh, any any stories about your uh, progression? I mean, you've been we've been all kind of most doing them a lot of it together. I know me and Jamie have gone a little solo here and there, but for the most part, are you finding anything good? Have you done any solo? Are you only with us? Um, how's that? How's that going? Well, I know as far as I'm concerned, I've mostly been with with you guys, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of fun. We've had kind of a fun, funny story. I think the four of us together, and uh, you know, who's getting legendaries and who's not. <laughs> oh. well, we all know yes. who's not. I, oh, hey Jesse, I actually got Antonio or Lantonio with his own trick. Oh, you know, I think I was in game actually when that happened. Were you? Yeah, yeah. And you dropped the a legendary, bullet? and he bit on it. Was it a what'd you drop? The the plan the staff or... hurting. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he got so... all excited. Yeah, actually, I don't think Jesse was with us on that oh, time. Not but with that one. I was oh, you know, know what that one. was? That was Scanline, uh, Chris, and, Chris. and uh, yeah. Well, yeah. the trick is that that if you have a legendary, of course, if you drop it, it makes that sound and it shines up that beam of light. So when when you have four people in there, if you have a legendary in your stash, as a fun little joke to trick your friends, you just drop it right after you kill an elite pack, right? So everybody thinks that legendary is dropped with him, and especially with the staff of hurting, nobody else can pick it up, right? Because it's account bound, right? So you drop it. It's a fun little trick. Everybody's like, "Oh yes, the legendary drop." Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? The reason he got me so good basically is earlier that that day we were doing Fault of Assassin runs, and I says, you know, "Oh, you want to come in and join me?" And he's like, "Okay." So he comes in. I'm like, "Just whatever you do in my game, don't you dare find a legendary." I haven't found anything <laughs> in so long. Was it five minutes? And yep. sure is, poo. He he comes in and he's like, "Oh, I got a legendary." I'm like. What? <laughs> and, and then you know, I've been searching for ledgers, and he took his time perfectly with getting me with my own my own joke. And uh, all of a sudden, he just were in the I think cathedral or doing something in hell. I think it was maybe even or do we go back? No, we went back to help uh, Scanline, and he just a whole big old group of guys, and he just pops it out, and I was like, oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Every time you hear that noise, it's just such a good feeling to hear that noise and see that beam of light shine up. Yeah. Then I saw a stab her, and I'm like, you son of a... <laughs> gotcha. Oh, okay, man, so... good stuff. So speaking of legendaries, uh, what do you guys all found for legendaries? Did you find anything good, Jesse, in Hardcore? Or... Oh, my Actually, God. in Hardcore, I found a... Um, gosh, I can't remember the level. It was one of the Demon Hunter that died. I found that. Uh, I think it was a level 5 or 10 axe, right? And... Mm. um. I put it on my uh, uh, mercenary uh, follower uh, so he could use it. It was pretty good, a big upgrade for him. And um, I checked the auction house after that character died, and, and ones with similar stats were selling for five mil. So I was not very happy that that one left, uh, went to the graveyard with me. Well, up for five mil or selling for five mil, because you never know. <laughs> well, I mean, I think there was only one with the same kind of similar stats, and that one was for five. I mean, I don't know if it's sold or not, but no matter what, I mean, if something's up for five, like, you feel like you get at least a mil or two for it, right? Right, I hear you. And that would have been a big upgrade on my hardcore character, because right now, I mean, I'm the richest I've been in hardcore, and I mean, how much gold do I have? I mean, I have 133k, so, I mean, a mil or two would be a big a big upgrade, right? Oh, huge. 
Um, I haven't even hit a mill yet. I mean, I could have hit a mill, but I've been buying stuff, so. Yeah. So, Chris, what about you? Have you got any good legendaries? I've gotten a decent amount of legendaries that have dropped for me, but um, I, none of them have really been good. Oh, you have had some in hardcore? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've probably had about four or five um, drop, but none of them have really been uh, that good or in high level like hell or obviously not inferno because I haven't gotten there yet. So, but maybe I can keep my luck alive as we move on. We'll see. Yeah, well, at least you've been finding legendaries. That's I true. can't find anything. I'm, I'm starting to find some better rares, so I'm happy. But when it comes to legendaries, I found my first legendary in Vault of the Assassin. Or, not Vault of the Assassin, the, the Shadow Realm. And right after, at the end, when you kill the two rares, I, I found uh -huh. a, a, a legendary Diabo, which ended up being absolutely worthless. I could... I. Put it up for eighty thousand, thinking it's legendary, and there was a lot of other ones at the same price, but nothing. It wouldn't sell. I kept dropping it. The price, price. I got it all the way down to five thousand gold, and it ended up still not selling. Oh, so I didn't it wasn't even... that same one I found earlier today. No, that was. I was thought you were in hardcore. That's why I said, "Oh, we got the same one as me." Oh, but, but I've been uh, progressing, and I've been playing a lot and doing a lot of you know grinding, and that's why I can't believe I haven't found another legendary yet. Um, I know my MF isn't that high or anything, but I thought maybe when I got my Nephilim Valor, I'd start finding something. But I'm hoping that this just means that, kind of like how it did in Softcore, I didn't find any legendaries for a long time. Everyone around me was finding them, but when I did find it, I found a uh, Natalia's Redemption back in the day when it, was, when it was ended up being a really good roll, and I stole it instantly for 10 mil. And at the time, 10 million was a lot of gold, so it worked out really good for me. But, I mean... I didn't find nothing. I'm hoping that can happen. And other than that, when it comes to finding stuff, that's about it. Uh, how about you, Jamie? Oh, I had a big uh, uh, bleep tease going on here in Vault of Assassins <laughs> when I was running uh, Scanline the other day. I had a legendary ring drop. Ooh. I was like, oh my god, I got the biggest witty in the world. I was like, dude, it's a little like signet. <laughs> I'm like, sweet. So I get it in my inventory. I go to un un undo it. I'm like, dude, I'm in the money. Do, 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 do. And I'm thinking, oh my god, it's awesome. And all of a sudden, it's one of those stupid Mandel rings. Uh, oh, the Ma what's it called? It's like Manal. a Mandel something ring or whatever. Yeah, Manal, Manal. ring. Yeah, 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 Manal. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Softcore, I've been, I tried grinding a Leoric Signet, and I found three Manal rings. And I mean, the first time you find one, you're like, oh, all right, you know, legendary ring drops. I, of course, I didn't get lucky. The second time, you're like, oh, maybe, 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 nah. Third time, you think for sure you have it. So I'm like, how do you go through three of them and not get one? Well, it happens. So <laughs> I didn't get any, but I, I just got the bad luck. You know, I think it's what it is for the most part. Hopefully, you know, I'll find find one eventually. And I don't I'd think I've ever found a, a ring. No, no, I have. I found the skull grasp or whatever. Yeah, I found that one. Okay, so I have found one. Yeah. Not, not, in, not in Hardcore and Softcore, sorry. Right. In Softcore, I have found uh, quite a few legendary rings, green and um, orange, but nothing has been super, super great yet. I think my best one was a Hairfin Seal, which sold for about $5 million when it for like when it comes to rings, but other than that, nothing too special. I found uh, my Zuminasa's Pox. That was pretty decent, but of course, it didn't have any awesome roll, just the basics. A decent res on it, which you guys can, anyone wants to see, just go ahead and check out my profile, of course. But, you know, other than that, uh, when it comes to me playing uh, the game, you know, to move on from legendary topics, obviously I'm a level 60. I've hit Paragon level 4. I'm about a half a bar to Paragon level 5. 
Um, last time we talked, we were at Scoundrel. I used the auction house to help me move forward. Not normal with the auction house. Piece of cake for the most part. I mean, not for people like Jesse, but... <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but for, for the most part, everything's gone pretty smooth. Uh, Nightmare went pretty smooth. Other than that Belial incident, kind went through, progressed slowly but surely. Still using the Ren build. Uh, when I go back to do anything fast, I switch over to a whirlwind, uh, her, excuse me, whirlwind hurricane build, and uh, yeah, next game. And uh, been going slow. When I get when I get the harder it gets, I go back to the Ren build, which seems I love it. And what I use is uh, Ren with Ravage. I use Bash Wait, with. What? Okay, sorry. Go, start back no. over. Go ahead. What were you no, gonna I was ask? trying to listen to your build, and I got sidetracked with the new game. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, what happened? Okay, so I got Ren with Ravage because that gives you a, a better range. When there's people that are flying and running away from you, it works really, really good to have that. Um, I use Bash with, I think, Punish um, because it makes you have 8% more damage each time. Of course, Impunity on the Warcry, and then I also use Insanity on... My Wrath Berserker, because I, you really don't need Thrive with Chaos. Insanity is enough to kill anything in MP0 pretty much instantly. At least where I'm able to, to be, like in Act 1 and 2. Um, and then I use Leap with Iron Impact, or I switch to, to Force Charge with Dreadnought. It, it's going really good. I'm liking everything. Everything's going fast. And right now, we just Jamie and I just recently got to... Uh, Inferno Act 3, we haven't really progressed very far. We did the the first Light the Beacons quest. I've started doing the Catapults quest, and I just didn't have enough time, but I'm pretty sure I can take it now. Uh, my current DPS is uh, 22, 22k. I got about 5,000 armor. I can get up to almost 10,000 armor when I switch my passives and all that. So I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I got about 6 uh, life steal, so I can, I can do all that good stuff. Um, Oh, big upgrades here. Thanks, uh, Chris. So, when it comes to anything fun, any good stories, um, a lot of the stories we've already talked about with our close calls. Uh, I did have one very, very close call that I haven't talked about yet, because I don't think I've told any of you guys. Maybe Jamie knows the story, but no one else does, I don't think. Uh, what, what happened with that was we were I was playing with Infinity, his wizard, and we were um, doing a butcher run, and Butcher runs for me right now are pretty basic, you know, not too much of a scare, but I've been using my Whirlwind. It's a little bit more dangerous than using Ren, but it's a lot faster, and as long as I pay attention, it does okay. Well, my fan in my computer has been getting a little loud lately, and, oh, I, no. and I, I knew that I should probably clean it, but going on a binge, you know, I just wanted to keep going and all that. Well, I was having a little bit of uh, video lag, but usually it just, you know, it hiccups, it goes away. Well, out of nowhere, I hear my computer fan just, wow, it just gets really loud. I'm like, what is that? You know, I'm freaking out because I got my computer I bought last February, so it's not old. It's all up to date. It's an i7 XPS. It does have a, a NVIDIA video card in it, I think a 550 Ti or 560 Ti, whatever it is. Um, and I just recently cleaned it, too, so I thought, well, it might be dusty, but I haven't done so long. And the, the drivers are all up to date. Well... I wasn't worried. I thought maybe it's just a fan because, you know, it's in a kind of a bad... I should be have my computer in a little bit more open-aired space for better airflow, but, I mean, it should be good enough where it's at, too. Um, well, I'm playing with Infinity, and we're going through, and the Champion Pack comes through. And I can't remember the affixes on them, but they weren't too bad. And all of a sudden, my computer goes black. And I'm like, oh! What? What's going on? 
what's going on? I'm shaking, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I get an error that says, you know, your video processor has been um, deterred or something like that. And I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. And I, I was talking with Infinity, but I couldn't hear him on, on Mumble because he's, he has some issues with his mics and stuff. But he sees that I'm not moving and I'm getting hit and he's standing by me just trying his best to keep me alive and for the most oh, part he, he did a really good job because he could tell something was wrong which I'm so thankful that he was in the game because that's why I've, I've heard playing with people with these hardcore characters is so important people that you know obviously but I mean right because but, of the exact exact re same thing right there. right well it's also a little bit my own fault and I'm never gonna do it again where if I'm having any computer issues in hardcore either get out of hardcore or stop and fix the computer you know so what, what it came out what it came out to be was that um, last time I cleaned my my computer out, you know, dusted it out. I didn't even think that my video card, the fan, is out is underneath it. And because on the studio it's so low to the to the bottom of the uh, tower, you can't really see the innards of the video card. Because nowadays video cards are they have always have uh, casings on them, you know, fancy casings for looks in case you have an open face computer. And all that good stuff and I couldn't see how bad it was inside well I tried blowing it out and I, it just didn't really work too good because of the casing so what I did is I took the entire video card off the car peeled open the casing sprayed it all out and it was so gunked up in there that I'm surprised I didn't overheat it and I felt kind of like bad about it you know because I wasn't treating my equipment good enough but it was it was an honest mistake I guess um, well I cleaned it out I turned my computer on I can't even tell my computer's on now and it's been going for a while. Oh, it's so that quiet. It was loud. It's so quiet. I love it. Um, my graphics is running really good. I can even tell everything's smoother. And I haven't been getting. I don't think my. I don't know if video lag affects latency because I haven't. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it's all server stuff. But I haven't haven't gotten over 70 latency since I've had that. So everything's really good. But man, does that scare me? And I owe Infinity a big thanks for keeping me alive during man, that. You get and, very lucky. And helping me out because I thought for sure I was done. I was already, um, in, in, what was it? Paragon level f three or four. Oh, this man. was recent. Yeah, this was just yesterday, and I couldn't believe it. I was, ugh, I don't what want that to that happen. Cheap video card you got, man. You got to upgrade, <laughs> son. Yeah, I know. It's, al it's it's almost as bad as using a wireless mouse and wondering uh, why okay. you're almost dying. Well, that hadn't had a story yet. Out, yeah, but. you want to let you want to touch on that one? Well, that was actually uh, one of the worst experiences I think I've ever had in gaming, other than my death. Uh, so I knew the mouse was getting low, right? So I changed the batteries out. Well, it's not a big deal. I use a wireless mouse all the time, so I have I have batteries laying around just in case this happens, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the batteries I left out, I, see this, I almost just tried to leave the game without um, going to town, which would be a big mistake, but, um, so the batteries I had left out that I changed them out, so I changed the batteries that were dying to new batteries, and those batteries were dead too. I don't know why and how those batteries got there, so I put dead batteries in, well, I changed the batteries, I think everything's fine, I continue on gaming. Later that night, we're doing, I think we were doing the butcher, right? Well, Jamie, you were in there, no, nobody was in there helping me, that's right. Yeah, you were by yourself. Yeah. And but I, what, you weren't doing the butcher because he would have obviously killed you. Um, no, I had already killed the butcher. I was on MP like zero or anything and just running it by myself. Right, I know. I was just saying you were doing yeah. mobs because I remember you said that the mobs were coming after the you. And the guys that climb up you know, the sides were the ones that got me. So my mouse died, so I couldn't move. Well, I couldn't do anything. So I hit escape to pause the game, and that's when I started trying to troubleshoot everything. And I think, uh, uh, who came on, Bumble? Me and Jamie were on there with there you. There was another guy that popped on. He's a pretty regular Damn on the line. podcast. 
Oh. Who's the guy from Hawaii? Oh, Navik or what? Or Root? Yeah. Is it Root that's from Hawaii? Yeah, Root. Okay. He popped on, told me how to get out of a Mac while I was in game, so I was able to close the the, the game down, change my batteries. Had I, I don't even know if I can't remember if I had to restart my computer. It was a cluster. And finally mm-hmm. came back in, mouse was working, vaulted out of the way, and sa- saved my hiney. Uh, <laughs> literally. It was terrible. And that, yeah. in fact, was... That was before, though. I was... I died after that, so in fact, that character died anyways, but... Lesson learned. Wireless mouses suck. It's a Mac magic mouse. Uh, isn't that what they call it, right? A <laughs> magic mouse? Yeah, anyways, it's, it's, a one, things. <laughs> it's a one-button mouse. It's terrible for gaming, and guess what I'm using tonight? Same thing. One-button Apple magic mouse. So, <laughs> I haven't upgraded yet, but a gaming keyboard and a gaming mouse are on the to-do list. So, taxes are going to get done soon. I'm going to have a little bit of extra cash laying around. And I promise I'm upgrading. I'm going to try to get the Razer. Uh, what's a Black Widow? I got the Black Widow Ultima. It's great. I'm going to try to get that uh, uh, keyboard. And then I'm going to try to really upgrade my mouse. I'm not sure what I want to do yet. But I, I think it's a must to well, upgrade this mouse. Yeah. On the mouse, what I'm going to recommend is getting a Razer Naga. I actually just got a, a Razer Naga myself. And it's the green one with the 12 buttons. And mm-hmm. what what I was just at Best Buy tonight because I picked up a new uh, set of clip speakers for my computer. Because my old um, stereo receiver that I had just regular speakers hooked up to went out yesterday. And I saw, they, I don't know if it's a new version of the Razer Nagar, but it's got a, it's like all red and fancy coloring on it, as well as like a six button round circle. And I'm thinking I want to get that because I really don't need 12 buttons and they're a lot more spaced out on that one. And since my Naga is still under the 30 days, I'm pretty sure that I can just go swap it. And I'd recommend that one. I mean, it depends on how good you are at tapping your buttons. I know Jamie has the same mouse as me. What do you, what do you think about that? It kind of kind of bothers me a little bit how close they are. I tend to hit the wrong one if I try to use it. Well, I've tried to kind of like uh, learn the feeling of it. Like uh, I'll sit there on my, my thumb and kind of like feel around and then I'll feel for the top. So that mm-hmm. way I know, okay, I'm at the first first row so then i know i'll go all the way to the left that's one two and then three and okay. then you know and they kind of feel for it and then i just yeah be, it's just a feeling you get used to yeah that, i want people I, to I just mean, try to imagine using a mouse as small as this stupid thing is i mean granted it looks really <laughs> cool sitting on the t- the desk but just try to imagine using a one button mouse for a two button game just think about it i mean right. it's damn near impossible <laughs> which is why i have a lot of problems with this stupid thing yeah I, I do the same thing, Jamie. You were saying, and I feel around. It just it's kind of slow, you know, like having to feel around. I want to be able to like quick, like know right where it is, click it, click it, really yep. fast. So I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me if my thirty days are up. I'll keep it. Otherwise, I'm gonna go swap it over because I, I really like how the other one looks too. And it, it's got all the si- extra side handles to make the mouse, you know, put the other extra sides that you want, depending on how you like your comfort and all mm-hmm. that. So um, yeah, my. My, I was just going to say, like, mice and... Well, <laughs> first, I guess I should confess that I am using a wireless mouse. Um, <laughs> um, it's a it's a Logitech mouse, but my main thing with mice is definitely the size of them. Like, I want to be able to pretty much put my, my whole hand on the mouse and it feel comfortable. So, um, yeah, while I may case. not have the highest end uh, gaming mouse, I don't really like wires. Um uh, this one seems to do well, just fine. The Razer Naga does have a wireless uh, capable mouse. It's a little bit more pricey because it comes wired and then you can take the wire out if you want. Um, but it comes with like four extra like sizes and 
Like, the one I'm using fits my entire hand on it. Like, there's a space for my pinky, ring finger, you know, both clickers, and then my thumb. It, and I would recommend if you like a big mouse, because if you don't, you can take the side panel off and put a skinnier one on. And if you do, you can put the, the better one on. So, it works really good. Customizable. Yeah. Right, customizable. I like that a lot. Yeah, that is pretty cool to have something that's modular like that that can appeal to, you know, different audience, different tastes of your uh, gamers. So, so, Chris, did you have anything else? I, I, that's pretty much good on me, I think, my story. Other than, I mean, I could tell about stuff all day long, but for anyone that's wondering, basic gameplay, basic auction house strategizing, and basic grinding. Just um, Right now, I'm, I'm grinding mostly Act 1. I think I'm going to start trying uh, Vault of Assassin runs. If that gets dangerous, though, I'll, I'll stop, because there are a little bit of corridors and some bad champions in there, especially those guys that shoot, like, the molten lobs. Those are, are can be rough. For some reason, they hurt real bad. Um, I'm gonna try to get a little more life steal. Right now, I'm doing pretty good with my life steal. I think I got 4.6% or something like that. And I, I'm not using bloodthirst or bloodlust, whatever that passive's called yet, to get the extra 3%. Because I'm not sure which other passive I'd want to give up to do that. But it's a good that, one. I, I use that occasionally on high MP levels if I'm trying to do really high stuff because it just you can stay alive so easy with that. Yeah, for sure, it helps. I just, I don't, I'm, I'm using Ruthless right now, and I'm debating whether or not I can handle not having Ruthless because of that extra 50% crit chance and damage. Uh, which, so which, which three passives are you using again? Um, my basic, what I usually use, are uh, Weapons Master, because I always like to have an right, axe, so that's another crit chance. And then yeah. I use um, Nerves Ruth. of Steel. For okay, the, Nerves of Steel is the one I subbed for the Bloodthirst. That's the one I subbed out because the other two right. give you so much DPS. But if you're trying to play a defensive build like in Hardcore, though, right, that might be a good one of those to give up your DPS. You're giving up a little bit, but you're giving right. a lot more survivability. So Yeah, well, Ruthless, I usually do give up. And what I do with Ruthless is I either switch it to... Um, what's the one that gives you the thorns? And the, I think it's... It's the other defense, the armor one. I forget what uh -huh. it's called. But I use that one, and I'll switch that to Bloodthirst, maybe, too. I use that in Ruthless. So I haven't quite decided yet. You know, I, I'm pretty sure once I get some more of my own crit chance and crit damage off my gear, I'll probably use uh, triple defense passives, like Bloodthirst or uh -huh. uh, the other Thorns damage one. And other than that, you know, that's pretty much my build. Since Jamie and Chris, you're both level 60s, have you guys kind of picked out your your builds yet, uh, Jamie? What, what what are you what are you using for your month build? You yeah, may I not think, be think back. Yeah. Jamie took a little break. For a oh, second. okay. Well, Chris, how about you then first? All right. Well, I'm uh I just got to 60, so I haven't really gone over the whole thing, but I've mostly been using the the zombie dogs and the gargantuan, um, along with um, sometimes big bad voodoo if we're doing bosses, and of course. Spirit walk with the jaunt rune, um, especially in hardcore, to get out of the way. Right. And then uh, primary attack, I'm using firebomb with pyrogeist, and I, I kind of have fun with. And of course, I'm using acid cloud with acid rain, which is great area, and uh, just kind of spam that as I'm running along. So I mostly played with you guys. And advantage of being able to hang back from uh, melee characters, of course, is uh, you guys kind of run the front lines, which. Uh, kind of is like built-in kiting if you will right um and so i could just sit there and just throw acid cloud everywhere and it just kind of cakewalk everyone and that seems to be working so far but we'll see how things move as i push through the rest of hell and jump into inferno well that's pretty much my build for sure for sure so 
Uh, Jamie, are you back yet? Yep. Okay, well, how about you? What I, what I asked was, you know, I told my build, Crystal's build, especially because we're at level 60, and have you decided on a build you kind of want to keep? Are you switching back and forth? Uh, what, what are you doing right now? Right now, I'm in farm mode. Mm -hmm. So what I did is uh, I'm playing around. I'll start with my passes because it'll pretty much explain the rest of the stuff. I'm using one with everything. I mean, that's like bare bones. You look at any build on the internet, like Noxic.com or whatever, that's one with everything. You're going to need that because it boosts all your uh, resistances. You can even buy cheaper gear than other people because that boost right there we can get with secondary elemental resists. Right. Then I'm using uh, Chant Resonance, which is duration of all mantras increased by 7 minutes. While one of your mantras is active, you gain 2 spirit every second. That helps uh, in my Tempest Rush build. It helps boost that up. Then I have Exalted Soul, which increases maximum spirit by 100 and increased spirit regeneration by 1 per second. So right there with my passes, I got 3 spirit regeneration. Then my mantra is Mantra of Healing, and then basically, I'm doing the uh, mantra of healing. Also regenerates three spirit per second with the rune called circular breathing. So now I have six um, regeneration uh, per second. Then uh, going through the tempest rush because I've only got like uh, twelve uh, spirit regeneration altogether. I'm only using the northern breeze rune, which gives me basically it it, it it the channeling part is only 8 spirit instead of 10, so I can pretty much indefinitely do it, per se. Mm -hmm. it's kind of, which you, I have witnessed. You can, in fact, do it. <laughs> I, I, I want to say virtually indefinitely because, for some reason, uh, game lag, it'll kind of make it uh, my spirit drop, mm -hmm. and sometimes it doesn't, so I, I don't know. It, it's kind of iffy. Well, what I would say, and I, I don't know why I didn't think of this when you asked me before, but I was going to ask you if you know your attack speed, because attack speed really hurts. I took uh, everything off except for my Lacuna huh? because of the 12 uh, movement speed, so now I got 24 movement speed. Right. But that, when I took that off, it didn't really seem to affect it that much. So no. having at least a bare minimum of like 7%. Mm -hmm. doesn't really affect it as much as like say having like 25 because right. when when you put frenzied shrine it adds 25 percent attack speed and holy crap does my spirit drain when right. i'm in uh tempest rush so yes uh, attack speed is a break for tempest rush builds now on the other hand if you're doing your like my other skills is like crippling wave with concussion um Concussion is basically enemies hit by a crippling wave inflict 20% less damage for 3 seconds, which is nifty. Uh, that's my primary skill. And then um, I don't really have a necessarily secondary skill. I just use um, Dashing Strike, which basically uh, I can dash in and out of the jail, mm -hmm. and it gets me out of situations and stuff. Um, and plus, I got the Way of the Falling Star rune, which basically gives me 25% increase in movement speed for 3 seconds. So here's a nifty little trick. Take a dashing strike onto a mob, then get back into your Tempest Rush. Now you're going 25% more faster for that extra three seconds in your Tempest Rush because you did that dashing strike. So I kind of stacks a little bit there. Then I'm playing around with uh, either Wave of Light or Mystic Ally. Right now I'm doing Mystic Ally because it's like an extra 140% with the Water Ally. So it's pretty cool. And then uh, Serenity. It's like the one must-have oh crap button.
I got the Ascension uh, rune on it, which adds it for four seconds. I, I think a lot of people like to put the actual life... Uh, it's like an extra potion. Let me go back to the rune. It's called uh, Peaceful Repose. When activated, Sand Energy heals you for... 7,000 to 8,000 life damage when that's what it is at level uh, 60. A lot of people I see use that, but for me, I just want the extra one second of, oh crap, I gotta get out of there. You know, because if you're you're sitting in some poo on the ground and you're stuck in a wall, yeah, that 6 to 7 life it's going to be drained, you know, so I, I want the extra one second to get out of there. You know, because it's like 3 to 4 seconds for that wall to go down. Then you can finally move freely, so. Right. No, oh, sounds like we've all been doing a lot, and I, I, I guess we can ask Jesse. How's your build going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not real complicated right now. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess you know, though uh, the low end stuff is, is important too, because last time you got to change your builds for you know your levels. So, w- how is your wizard right now? What, what are you using? I, I can't. You might have even told us a little yeah, bit earlier, I, I, but I, I can't. I mentioned it. Frost Nova, uh, Diamond Skin. Ice armor, and I'm just using magic missile as my main attack. And right now, it seems like arcane torrent's not doing too bad, so I'm using it. Then the passive, of course, I can only use one right now. I'm using blur da- melee damage decreased by 20% just to kind of increase my survivability. So oh, pretty yeah, basic. I think this sure. is probably a pretty good stay alive build, especially with you guys running me on MP10. I'm I'm, I'm really under leveled for where we're at right now, which is dangerous and scary for me, but. Are you getting hurt, though, with us yet, or no? Um, the only time I got hurt, I ran in some fire, which I didn't realize somebody had thrown some fire or something out, and I saw it get down to half level, and I was like, ooh, and just kind of hit Q and uh, walked out of it and didn't have a problem. Yeah, I, I was looking at your guy. It looks like you got uh, a lot of blues on your guy at the moment. You, you probably could afford to hit the auction house, and since now I think you said you're level 15 at least, yeah, so you'll be yeah. able to get some... Um, more vit in your with the charms and with the gems and all well, that. I, have I mean, some pretty so. good stuff sitting around in the stash, like I can use at um, seventeen. So I'm kind of close to putting some new stuff on. So I was like, well, I just kind of hang tight. I mean, I'm I'm a bar and a half from the next level. So, so Jesse with three other people at level sixty running normal MP10, and you at level sixteen. About how fast would you say you're you're leveling, you're gaining your bars? Well, I think we've done. Have we done three Vault of the Assassin runs, or three or four? Right, and I've gained so. two full levels. I don't think we really have played maybe for twenty or thirty minutes. So I'm getting some good experience. You guys are sucking a little bit of the XP. Yeah, but I think it probably would be better if it was only one of us. And um, I'm going to back out myself. I'm going to be uh, tell some intros, and then well, I figured you guys can you know keep going, or maybe even if just Jamie was doing it for you, that might help too. But I, I do know once we can, you're safe enough to be in Act Three, that it'll help you with your experience a lot more. Oh, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, um, like I said, I'm going to do some intros, and the, um, what I'm talking about is our forum intros that I usually do on uh, Shadow Soulstone. And, and the reason I'm going to do a couple over here is because, you know, I only have time used to do one uh, on the show, and I thought it might be a good idea to catch up, you know, with a couple of you guys that have been on there for so long, wondering, you know, oh, when are you going to read mine? You know, and the only reason I didn't read them on the show, I do at least one every show, and because we only have two weeks, if I start getting weed, the more people I'm going to get, the longer it's going to take. So I think, you know, why not? And I also wanted to get the next guy out of the way because I play with him a lot. He helps me dramatically. He's an all-around good person. And who I'm talking about is Root. And uh, Root in his intro says, Aloha. Uh, I go by Root and I'm 27-year-old male. I live in Hawaii and was born and raised here. I'm a lifelong gamer and love to stereo crafting and skill-based games. 
I also program reverse. I program reverse paint to BJJ harmonica, lock picking, garden, and a bunch of other random stuff. Uh, the last competitive game I played was League of Legends. I platinum 1900 plus Elo season one and ended place number 707 on the NA ladder. I also did League of Legends podcast. Been listening to the show a while. It's very relaxing. I like to sell. Everyone seems really nice. I recently joined a D3 farming guild with a group called ARPG Addicts. Been doing MP10 for days. And, now, and here's my D3 wizard. And he links that for everyone to see. And yeah, um, it sounds like that guild really helped him out. I'm personally not a, a big uh, guild person because I don't like any. Lots of guilds, like especially like real guilds have stipulations beyond your play and how you play and so much time here and there and sometimes it can be a, a lot of a, like i would say almost like elitist people during in them groups but i mean you, i'm not saying that anything wrong with rube because he's a great person and fun to play with but just to me personally i don't like doing that i've had experiences with other games too where i don't like doing that i kind of like to be more open if I was in a guild, I would call it, like, you know, the Shattered Soulstone Guild. But that's just because, you know, we're all just basically a community. I like to call it a community. Um, and those people that are in guilds, man, are a lot of times hardcore gamers, and I respect them. I just don't have the time to put in. I'm a casual gamer, and it's just because I have life in the way. Right, you know, and I have kids, that's the I have a thing. Job, and I don't have time to devote, like, eight hours a night, every night gaming. That's the thing. They, last times they whine. And I've actually looked at ARPG, and they... Actually, you know, they want so many times per week. They want you to give legendaries to um, certain people because someone's, I think, child likes to ID them. And it's like, well, you know, what, whatever. <laughs> Those are your rules. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Because as soon as someone gets the best one in the world, then you're never going to get it back. So it, it seems a little fishy. But it sounds to me like they this group is pretty good. I know they help Root out. Root helps a lot of people out. Root, has, Root shows me some of the best gear. And he right. has the best drops and best vines. Yeah, he's a lucky one, and he's also really good at doing auction house. I know because he uh, has showed me a couple of tricks, and he's also done a, um, quite a few good trades. But um, I actually I can't thank him enough too. Root recently gave me a, a twenty million gold loan, and I was like, I only wanted to borrow like a million gold from him because I had no money from repairs because I spent way too much on crafting and stuff. So and he's like, well, it's twenty million. I'm like, uh. Uh, okay, but I have no idea when I can pay you back because, you know, my luck, I never find anything. It's like, don't worry about it. I was like, well, I'm going to pay you back. I just have no idea how long it's going to take. And he's like, I don't care. So, I mean, th that's really nice. How many people would do that, you know? Um, I think I gave somebody a million gold when they were starting up. I think his name was JC Monkey, and he's in our podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you good. know, so long as you were uh, talking about Root and we're kind of telling a bit some Root stories, he, <laughs> he, he's a he's a pretty funny guy. And we were doing an Uber run at a pretty high MP level, I think. And uh, and I was playing as my wizard. My wizard build is kind of a, a hybrid build. And Root was running his wizard and was doing all the stun locking for us. And uh, we, we were fighting Cool and Siegebreaker, and we're getting near the end of it. Siegebreaker is the only one left, and Root says, "You know what I'm going to do." I'm gonna I'm gonna stop stun locking him when his health is uh, right at the very end and uh, and see who dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen that actually from him before. It's kind of funny though, but I think when I saw it, need some help back here. Sorry, I, I came in this party on somebody. Who is this up here in Belgaro? Oh, that's me. All right, 
Yeah, so Ooh. sorry. Help, I was, help, help. <laughs> this guy's behind me. I'm in the make vault it? of assassins. Yeah, I'm okay, but damn, he's sorry. These couple guys are running behind me. And Didn't I we just do tell you about bannering and on people? We just <laughs> talked about that. Total new mistake. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, but sorry, yeah. Jesse, if I could assign my uh, my zombie dogs and my uh, gargantuan to you, I, I would. So they just run with you. <laughs> right. Oh, sorry to interrupt. That's it's totally fine. That's uh whole point of a gaming night. You got to be able to talk. But um, anyway, yeah, I remember Rude did the same thing with us the one time, and he, but he didn't say anything, and a couple of us almost died. And he was just laughing so hard. You know, it, it's all in good fun. Though. That that's good stuff. You know, as long as it's not hardcore. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, definitely. I wouldn't. I'd be mad if someone did that hardcore. You know? Could you imagine someone like there's a whole group of guys, and especially if you're playing in an open game, because that's probably where you'd see it the most. And there's especially people that go into games to kind of like steal progression from people. Like, oh, you guys do everything. You know, if it's your buddies, that's one thing, and they're letting you. But when you go in and you're way under, let's say I try to go in MP10 and everyone's killing everything. If they stopped killing. And let you die, you'd almost deserve yep. it, you know. So true. So anyway, um, thanks for signing up to the forums, Root, and hope to see you in game a bunch more. And I'm gonna go on and do another one. Uh, this one's from Commander Bird. Uh, he says, "Commander Bird here. Uh, my real name is Jay from Colorado. I'm 31 and married. I am a nerd just like everyone, and PC gaming is where it is these days. My wife works many hours at her job, so when I'm not working, I get to play a lot of D3." Yeah, that's great. <laughs> when I am at work, I get to listen to you guys on my iPod. I have been a PC gamer since the early '90s. I have a big uh, into dungeon. Cra- I'm big into dungeon crawlers like Dungeon Master 2. In the '90s, I got into Diablo 2. Diablo 3 is among my top games, and I do play other games as well, like Star Trek Online and Bioshock 2. Well, that's great, and we've all know Commander Bird probably sends us uh, a lot of emails and stuff, and it's nice to have you. I don't know if I personally played with Commander Bird, but if you're listening, I'd be glad to. Just shoot me any... Get uh, on Mumble. Yeah, everybody get on Mumble. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one more, and then that'll probably be enough, and we'll save the rest for the shows. Um, this one's from Scanline, and we've been recently actually, speaking of Scanline, playing with him in hardcore. He kind of might end up being part of the Death and Waiting crew. Uh, that'd be kind of fun to have another guy. Um, and, like I said, everybody is open to come on in and do game nights and hardcore game yep, nights Zesty, with us. Uh, Zesty just picked up and he made a hardcore character recently. Hmm? Which it, was cool. It, yeah, it's more of a community game night than it's not like it's just us, just because we're recording. And we don't record every, we're only going to probably record every other Tuesday. So if you guys don't want to be recorded, then just come in on every other Tuesday or we can mute you out. Either way, come on, play, have fun. So, Scanline. Hello all, found this site via the podcast and really like the show. Great listening while doing the laundry. Just finished a round table, which I thought was really cool. Um, I'm old, 37 years. Been gaming since my Atari 2600, but didn't come to Blizzard till StarCraft 2, which I do love from time to time, but D3 is my real joy. I did, th- excuse me, think BG colon EE, I'm not sure what that is, on my iPad would pulled B away recently, but here I am. I think he said meant to say pulled me away recently. Um, I am excited about 1.07 and trying to get my first Hellfire ring. Wish me luck on the roll. And we did help him get his uh, first oh, Hellfire ring, God. by the I way. I wanted to help him out so bad, but his, he just got on so late every night. I wanted to play because I've been dying to do some more Uber runs to try to get better rolls on my softcore characters, and I just wasn't able to help him out. Yeah, we yeah. actually, 
he was having a, I remember he was having a little bit of a rough time and he's trying to do, because he's a barber, and, uh, MP5 Ubers by himself and uh, he's been trying for a long time and me and a couple guys went in and just like slapped MP5 for him and he's oh, like, whoa, great. how do you guys do that? <laughs> and he got lucky, I'm pretty sure he got all three uh, drops so he got to make his first ring and I can't remember if it was a very good roll or not, but yeah, that's a rite of passage, you can't get your good run your first time. Yeah, I'm still waiting on mine myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need a I've better one. I actually too. had a pretty good one with crit chance and a lot of fit um, and strength. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I just I need to upgrade. Hey, at least uh, we get um, what you call it brimstones now. I mean something. I, I think I said that originally in an old podcast. So uh, I'll be waiting for my my idea check. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. oh, brimstone. Oh, I got you. Right. I got you. Antonio royalties for his ideas that they <laughs> immediately incorporate into Diablo three. Yeah, right. Actually, if you guys remember, I had a really big... I, I actually talked about on the show a while back about making crafting. Some where well, you can make your own crafted materials that are a lot better than other things, and they should be buying on account. So I'll take that royalty, too. Oh, well. <laughs> you are yeah, the man, right. fine, sir. Yeah, right. I'm sure I had anything to do with it. <laughs> hey, they listen, man. You well, know. they... Apparently, they... Some of them listen. I think so. it was what's his uh, uh, Kriparian uh, or whatever had the idea of having. He didn't call it a Paragon level. I can't remember what it was. I saw one of his. Oh, he said YouTube champion levels, but champion those have levels, been around yeah. forever as well. You know, so. So he kind of they might have bit his style on that one, maybe. You never know. I don't think so, but cause <laughs> it, it's just a common thing in games, you know. And I yeah, actually yeah. said that on the show once myself, but. Anyway, he says, "Wish me luck on the roll." And he lives in New York, New York, working IT, and have one kid with another one on the way. Nice. Uh, sometimes I like to say congratulations. Other times I like to say, "Sorry to hear that." You will be gaming less. <laughs> Trust me, I have two kids. <laughs> Time is short for me, obviously, like Jesse just said, which is why I love the skill system Diablo Three. Honestly, I didn't think I'd have time to level up and try out new builds if it wasn't for that. Diablo 3 is perfect for my lifestyle right now. Love role-playing games and huge fan of older Biowell titles. Later, Scanline. And, yeah, we've been playing a lot with Scanline lately. He's been getting on Mumble. He's doing great. And guess what? He's loving he just it. So came everyone, too. <laughs> yeah, so everyone, yeah, he might even end up coming on. I'm sure he'll see us on Mumble and pop in if he's got a chance. I know he works sometimes and why he's at... Uh, lunch breaks and stuff he can play on his laptop but hopefully he'll he'll join us here shortly um yeah so that's uh that's it for the community updates and i thought i might even take a look at the rest of the forums and not a lot going on in the forums guys i know i haven't been uh up keeping the ball rolling either myself but i was hoping maybe you guys can do me a favor and you know uh, throw some throw some posts on there and stuff and i posted um a couple nights back about the you know uh the playstation 4 thing about the console uh, being uh, Diablo 3 coming out on the console. I can't remember exactly what I said, but you know, I feel like it's a good thing. The more people play Diablo, the better. I put a question out too, actually, on my post uh, to see, you know, what they thought a good sales figure was. And because, mm-hmm. you know, we sold, I think they just recently announced in the last month or so, 12 million copies of Diablo 3 were sold for the PC. Mm-hmm. So I, I just wondered what, what Blizzard thinks will be a good sales number. Yeah, and it looks like you said you thought maybe like two to four million on yeah. the sales. If you sold two to four million, I think that's a success, right? Or do you think they're thinking yeah. higher? Well, they're, I think I personally think they'll do better. Um, there are a lot of people on the console. I mean, I can think of ten people that play console that want to play Diablo but don't have a computer already, and they're going to get it. Uh, another thing is with the PS4, it's going to run really smooth, and being able to play Diablo, I'm going to be able to play Diablo with my fiance on the couch. It's going to be great. I already love it. And there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to do that kind of stuff. Um, 
with the PS4 having the, uh, the, the share button and the instant stream where people can join and like literally play your game for you and help, it's going to be a huge deal if that's compatible with it. But I'm excited for it. I'm Wait, not going to buy it. Someone could get in there and play your game for you? Yeah, the, yeah, and uh, in the PS4, they said in the in the PlayStation meeting that you can basically, if you need help with an area, like you can't beat it, and somebody else has already beaten it, they can come in, literally remote up to your game, help you beat it or do it for you, and you can just watch them. Oh, I, I okay. bet that is so bad written all over that. Well, they're gonna have to change it up for for console gamers, dude. All these little kids are used to playing, you know, Call of Duty and, and everything, so they got a different mentality. Well, no, no, and here's here's where I'm coming from. Okay, with all the recent Sony hacks in the past, Sony systems were easy to get into. Not to mention everyone's hack trying to hack Diablo or is hacking Diablo. So put Diablo. And, on the, P- on the PlayStation, and Network. PlayStation together, well, you, and plus you can remote in and help. Oh, I, I'm I'm Joe Blow hacker. I'm going to hack into your thing and control your hardcore <laughs> well, character and walk you right like, into the pool. I of, almost feel like they're not going to have like the real money auction house. No, I didn't think about the hardcore aspect of it. There but. is going to be. It's already been confirmed. There's not going to be. I'm well. I think it's been confirmed because I talked about this with Navik on the show. Actually, there's not going to be a, uh, a real money auction house if they do anything, which I. We still kind of doubt this too. They'll do um, downloadable content for it, which you can probably buy, but I uh, doubt it because there is going to be a single-player mode. The only thing bad, uh, Jamie, like I was saying, since we're on this little bit of a tangent, is like a, for trophy systems and stuff. If someone else beats it for you, like at least remotely wise, you shouldn't get that. But I mean, at least they don't mean anything. So, and another thing is the only people that can remote in it got to be your friends. You both have to be friended. Uh, stuff like that, so it should be alright. And I know Sony, with their security of being hacked last year and stuff, they've done a lot, and I'm sure they're going to be try their best to keep everything on yeah, the PS4 safe. I almost safe, feel like so. they're more secure than than ever at this point. You know, oh, for sure. That's my feeling. I think I so. Hope so. Sure. <laughs> Shit, they were down for like a month, and they're like, change your credit card and all this stuff. They better <laughs> be. Yeah, for sure. I, I remember that's that because back when I was playing a lot more uh, PS PS3 back in then, and. I, I saw all that good stuff. So, and actually, it looks like Scanline did pop into the lobby. So, if uh, Jamie, maybe if you want to go over there and tell him um, if he wants, we're in the recording room doing the show. And if he wants to hop in, he can. If not, you know, stay over there. Uh, but let him know where we are recording in case he doesn't like that. So, yeah. So, what I think now we're gonna do is I personally need a little bit of a break. So I'm going to take like maybe a five minute break. If you guys want to take a five minute break, we'll just come back and start from there. Cool. Okay. Sounds good. So we'll be right back. And we're back here now um, from our little uh, break and we'll just get right back into it. And we actually have another little, little pop in. What's up, Navik? Wait, Nevik's here? Nevik's here. What a jerk. Negative Nevik. We got a star-powered show here. This feels good, right? Yeah, it's going good. So, anyway, um, we're just going to talk about uh, what you guys think about the itemization post on the developer journal and a little bit of the tease we have for some stuff that might be coming out in 1.08. It looks like uh, we're all real excited about, at least I am, about they're finally, finally going to have that ID all button. What do you guys think about that? Well, you, yeah, yeah, you know, the ID so all better. button, of course, will be great. 
Um, mm-hmm. That's a given. They probably should have had that in from the get-go. I miss uh, Decker Kane uh, for that. Um, but regarding, well, I don't know if I can jump right into itemization. Uh, as soon as I saw this, it made me think of Nevik, so it's funny that he's in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but we, we also have a conundrum now, though, with this item thing and all, di- all ID, because he said that uh, less is more, so there's going to be less rares to ID. So our runs, we might only have like one or two rares now instead of having like a whole freaking inventory that we need all ID. So it's going to be so weird. I don't yeah, think I think we still game. are going to have a lot of rares. You're just What they're saying is we might have, instead of getting 20, we might have 10 now. So, but then they're going to be better. Like instead of having one to a hundred on the stat, you have like seventy-five to a hundred. Right. And they were talking about certain things like the quivers not having strength as the main stat or something, right? So, you know, that's a, I don't even know why they had that on there. That was just a waste, a wasted stat. Right. And we actually just had another pop in from another community member. It looks like Scanlands here. How you doing, Scan? Hello, hello. It's good to be here. Good to talk to you all about hardcore. Looking yeah. forward to it. You've been starting a little hardcore with us now, too, huh? Yeah, I've been like sort of a part-time softcore player, like uh, new to the whole Diablo franchise. I've uh, been running a barb for like eons uh, since about like oh the summer, and um, just started hardcore. Um, I don't know a week ago, and it's been a totally new game. It's a completely new experience. And are you liking that experience, or? I am. I am. I, you know. Uh, everything about the game in terms of like what I've been focusing on um, with my main stats and DPS and my EHP and focusing on certain kinds of gear and the real money auction house and softcore I found is like totally kind of blown like all of the normal issues everybody has been discussing in Diablo 3 has kind of just been blown open there's mm-hmm. like this you know, there's all sorts of factors now. You know, and when you when you deal with hardcore, and I think I was a little intimidated by hardcore. I was like, oh, I'm worried about it. I'm gonna, but you know, I, you know, I'm level 32. If I lose my character, it'd suck. But you know, what character did you pick? A witch doctor, which was <laughs> total, totally opposite to my carb. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Nevik's happy that there's even more of a whole lot of shaking going on. So very, so very happy. I'm beside myself with with happiness. We can sense it in your voice, man. Try to calm down. <laughs> There's God, a ne- Nevik even talks like an in-game wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so beside myself. I just didn't understand really the whole concept of puke doctor really until I played it. Played it. So it's <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a uh, until I got the acid cloud, I was like puking all over the place. So well, was, well, the beta well, didn't they have, actually have the animations for puking or whatever? I wasn't in the beta early enough to see that. I don't know, Nevik, were you? Um. Well, they they did do showcases of the skills and the runes. Um. You know, back when it was. In being internally tested, and uh, yeah, it seemed like there were a lot more puking. There's more puking going on back then, but yeah, uh, you, you still have acid cloud, so that was the main puke sp- skill, anyways. Well, I, I, just to follow up, I mean, I, I'm I'm not going to abandon my softcore character. I definitely need to go back to Barb at some point. I just. Uh, you know, I'm probably going to stick around with this for a while, my, my, my Witch Doctor and Hardcore. It's been actually a great experience. It's like experience Hardcore and a new a new character 
a new class, you know, at the same time. So, you know, and I know it's hardcore kind of changes some things in terms of how you build the character and how you balance out the skills are obviously different in hardcore. So, right. uh, but it's uh, yeah. it sounds that dangerous way. to me. Luckily, I've had all the characters, and even doing that, my characters uh, haven't had the best of luck. And I felt like I knew how to play the Demon Hunter probably better than any character than the Bar, but man, I got bombed. Yeah, you uh, almost don't know how to play the game until you play hardcore, and you have to actually look on the ground and look and see where the mortars are going, look and see where things are exploding. It's just like a whole new game. It's like your eyes are open for the first time. Well, I don't think in Jesse's case it had much to do with... Uh, not knowing how to play a character it had to do with not knowing how to not pick something up when something's exploding. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, so oh, yeah. look, a Death Watch mantle. <laughs> <laughs> no, no <laughs> Definitely was a Death Watch for Jesse. Oh, yeah. man. And, you know, sp- speaking of death and waiting, boy, I didn't have to, to wait long for that, did I? No, you didn't. Jeez. You know, I think you jinxed yourself. We put it in the, in the show, you know, that... Or in the in- intro, I'm going to be the first one to die, and yeah. then you were the first one to die, so Look, that's too bad. And, and, I'm telling you, I was in here, not that anybody should be doing this, but I was boozing it up, right? I was feeling good, moving quick. Man, I just had a few too many drinks, I guess, and just jumped on my instinct. I see a yellow item on the ground, I grab it. That's just what I do. I see gold, I grab it. Put money in front of me, I'll <laughs> pick it up. Yeah, and Scan was saying how you know he's not abandoning his soft core, but... Yeah, I don't think any of us are going to do that either. Basically, what happened is I didn't even think I'd be playing as much hardcore as I am. I didn't expect it to be so addicting. And we just, I don't want to stop. It's hard, like, to go back. Like, I, do I want to grind and softcore if I find nothing? And when I do find something, be worth nothing? Or do I want to find nothing in hardcore and when the I find something? The economy is real <laughs> yeah. different, that's for sure. Yeah, it Big seems time. like the gold prices are almost three or four to one. So it, it's quite a bit of difference, and uh, uh, well, I like less it. Less people are playing. Less people are finding high high end items because it's da- it's more dangerous to run a high MP and to do magic fun runs. So things are just more expensive in general. What I see, yeah. like on YouTube, it sounds like a lot of the high end guys are dying because they're they're you know taking big risks, you know, going for Ubers and stuff and thinking they're okay and then and losing. I know I watched that. Uh, or, or I was looking at some uh, Kripari and stuff, and you're saying how you know they did some Uber runs, and guys are just dying. Where you know, I need some help like, back here, Jamie. One of the only guys to survive and stuff. You know, you got them high Paragon guys, and you just to die trying to get a ring that could roll bad. It's I don't know if it's worth it. I'd rather just try my luck on a low MP and wait forever to get one. You know, or just not have one for that matter. You know. So. I could I could totally see like uh, you know I've been running this barb and softcore you know I'm at like Paragon thirty two you know and I you know I'm not like a constant player you know so I've been doing it slowly focusing on one character so you know I can kind of get that experience uh, up but um, I'm like I'm thinking about hardcore it's like you know if you got all six characters like at 60 with like low MP, like it would kind of take the sting out of dying, you know, you just like, you know, you would have your gold, you would have some items, you would have like, you know, and, and, you know, all this, all we've been doing cooperative play too. So it's like, you know, it would be fairly quick to like get up to like, you know, you know, the fifties and sixties again. Yeah, right, especially if you, if anyone wants to go do more of the softcore, not worrying about having to die. Power living, I I bet you it takes four to six hours to get a level sixty in softcore if you have someone helping you now. I mean, just go straight into Act Three Inferno or Act Three MP Ten, have someone run you, 
and you're probably gonna level every second or so and just whip through it like nothing you know before you know it you'll level 60 and you're already in inferno so i mean that that's awesome it's like rushing in d2 all over again yep and then doing chaos runs to get quick levels but anyway so yeah it looks like they're gonna do uh, some new itemizations and a lot of stuff to me is looking pretty good um jamie i don't know if you've had a chance to check any of that out but do you have any take on the itemization stuff uh, I'm all for better finds, you know, I mean, doing the uh, softcore X3 runs, man, I can pull maybe four, on a regular uh, Heart of Sin run, I could pull maybe four pages of rares, and they're all crap, you know. Yeah, that seems the same to me, and... Uh, real quick, because you talked about having four pages, and we we mentioned that they're gonna have ID all. So, do you guys think they're gonna have ID all on a on an NPC, or are we gonna be able to do it ourselves? That's a good question. Because I'm thinking really if you'd be it. able to Seems ID like it's all, it's gotta be on a character, right? Yeah, and I I'd like it to be that way, and I'd like it to be an ID all in town only. It just is something because that way it feels like you're not doing it by yourself that much more powerful because if you're doing it by yourself and you have something good I, I do want to be able to ID it you know kind of slow and yeah, sometimes I don't want to do super fast or make anybody in game do it it would be really cool is if they built in like uh, another character another in town character you've got the jeweler you've got the blacksmith if you have another character that you might have to like level up to oh another to, artisan like, yeah another artisan that's just like so that you can like level up and they like you know they can they can id all like you know one through 15 level items or, well i think that level, in, you know. yeah i think that in uh the expansion we're gonna have another artisan for sure especially act two and act uh one i can't remember if there's a spot in act three or not but there's an, a clear spot for an artisan to be right to the right of uh or right well, yeah they they yeah. took the mystic out. And oh yeah, the mystic. Okay, what what did, that was like the enchanter, right? I can't remember what yeah. they were supposed to do. Enchant. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how you enchant on Diablo. Like, just make it's it white magic. Very WoW like. Okay, because I don't play WoW, so I I figured maybe it'd be like imbuing when you had in um, D two. I don't know, but um, I I want the I want the cauldron back. That. Uh, the Nephilim Cauldron allowed you to uh, salvage items out in the field. Oh, like the what's it was called the cube Nephilim uh, cube. Roger cube. Roger well, it was of... called the Cauldron in Diablo oh, okay. Three. Right. I wish I would have had a chance to play the beta back then and got some of that experience before they changed, especially the rune system. I would have liked to try the old rune system. I wish you could go back and try it just to see what it used to be like. That'd be cool. Oh, it was called the Cauldron of Jordan. That's what and it you, was called. Basically, you could just do all your salvaging while on the run? I think so. That's awesome. It, uh, it, it was it was never in the beta, if I remember correctly. Chris, uh, you had a chance to look over develop a journal on the itemization. Is there anything that's popping out for you? Well, I guess the main thing is the drops in general, they you know, recently increased legendary drops, so people started seeing more legendary drops, but legendaries are rares no matter what. I mean, most the time they fall and you pick it up if you're going to spend the time to actually pick it up and identify it the stats on it are not really that good so we end up just selling everything and um we also have a huge glut of items right now in the mm -hmm. uh the auction house and 
I'm seeing greater and greater separation between the low-level um, items, be they legendary or rare, and then the high uber items that you really want. So even mm -hmm. like Inna's Temperance Pants, I mean, that was like 3 million base to start or whatever in the auction house just a few months ago, and now you can get it for under 300k. Yeah. And a lot of these legendaries that people are putting up are basically just selling for whatever it would be to salvage it for a demonic essence. And it's good to hear that, well, so one of the points they made is that you don't really want to see a legendary drop and say, pick it up and say, oh great, whatever, this is going to suck as soon as I do the roll and identify it. And it sounds like they're going to address that issue and shift the uh, stats so they are some rarity equals power, as they say in the developer journal. Right, so. and that's what I want, too. I mean, I just found an Echoing Fury the other day, and I, I got excited for half a second, but, you know, getting a good roll is even more exciting. But, of course, I got nothing but main stats on it, and no open socket, all that kind of good stuff. And I was like, ugh, figures, another hard-to-find item that ends up being garbage anyway, so... Yeah, right? <laughs> it's disappointing. So they used to... Oh, go ahead, Scanlon. Uh, uh, well, I just, I just hope that they don't uh, make the drops less, uh, you know, happen less often because, you know, they're, you know, in order to ju justify like making actual legendary. Drops, I don't think like the legendaries are going to be less often. They're just going to be better, but the rares are going to be less often. Which is fine. There's so many right. junk ones. I just don't. I don't. Yeah, see that I'd as rather being a find problem. better ones and have less anyway. I don't. Exactly. I mean, I'd rather have rare be kind of rare too, because right now they're just, especially with Nefalos, you're gonna have your guaranteeds anyway. And to me, this is so the problem many. with the whole item thing. Same thing Nevik said. Everything's gear based, and once so many of the items get in the game, they're just worthless. So that's they're, they've made the um, the crafting system as a partial gold sink, and they made these expensive gems. You know, to get more gold out of the game, so they they have to have they have to change the itemization somehow, whether it be a ladder system or a way to get items out of the game. Well, well one way to get items out of the game or make better items that don't exist, mm -hmm. you know, and make make items that are you know that you can build you can make a build around. So I mean, here's the conundrum with that. Um, now that we have all these Paragon level 100s, when it comes in, are they going to say, okay, we're doing ladders now? So we're automatically dumping in, dumping in, dumping you into a non-lighter system by default. So we're going to have two systems. Does this now mean if they do do that, is there going to be two auction houses and two real money auction houses? One for ladder, one for non-lighter. You'd almost you know, think that I mean, non-lighter wouldn't even have, like, don't even need an auction house. You go to non-lighter. Well, well, maybe not a gold money at least. Yeah, yeah. Or, or not real a real money. money yeah, you know? yeah, I can see that. I, I I think it would just be handled just like the legacy system, because yeah. I I think the way that they're going to handle it is when we're we're not going to see a ladder reset until they drastically change itemization. That's not going to happen until an expansion. I mean they they can't make super drastic changes right now. So I mean they're going to prove it, exactly. but agree. they can't they can't blow up the system until. You know, until an expansion, because from a, you know, a shareholder's standpoint, where, where is the, where's the direct, you know, money to time invested mm -hmm. in, in, you know, blowing up an entire system and starting from scratch, essentially, which is what they kind of have to do in order to improve the itemization system as a whole. One of the things I think is, uh, uh, you know, look what's happened recently with crafting, you know like all the feed most of the feedback they've gotten on the new archon sets 
have been, not sets, but the new Archon items that you can craft have been really good. Everybody's really happy about it. Yeah, it's dropped the price of like some of these like like items like that that normally have gone for millions of gold, but everyone's really happy with these like, you know, main stat rolls and and you know, that would be like a great thing if they continued on that path to like make these uh uh, the, the, the sort of crafting kind of more viable and that way you can you, you know just salvage more of these items get rid of them get get them out of the auction house and like you know like make better items with like because I you know what's what's the point of having all of this like you know all this crafting stuff if it, it there's a potential that it could be like really cool and really complex and like you know uh, a whole mini game unto itself you know and it would also be nice if they added in the Mystic, which will hopefully be in the expansion and give us a reason to pick up white items. Yeah, that'd be but, great. And then the Mystic hopefully can give a socket for some reason, whether it's one or two, like we were talking about on the latest show. Jesse, I think you touched a little bit on the itemization. Is there anything that you want to see that they haven't talked about? I guess I can ask all of you this. Basically, it, when the the patch preview comes out for 108, is there anything you're hoping that is going to be on this one? Well, we touched on ID, y'all. That's a that's a big step in the right direction. It's just a waste of time having to identify stuff, um, especially when you have a stash for you like 30 things in there. The itemization, of course, everybody knows it's a problem, and never hit the nail on the head like on day one when the game came out too, which was pretty money. Um, I knew there was going to be a problem with it at some point, and I think some point's kind of coming. Coming, so you know they're trying to take it, take the appropriate steps to, to change it. And I, I honestly, just like Nevik said, you, something's going to have to change big, and it'll probably be in a in the expansion uh, until when something big happens and they they do a big change. Otherwise, I mean, I'm playing. They keep making changes. They keep making the game better. I'm down. You think that this itemization? Uh, this question for all of you is: this itemization what they've already told us about a step in the right direction? Well, it's got to be. I mean, they're going to have to change it. And then, right. uh, otherwise, the best items are just going to keep decreasing in value. I think another step in the itemization direction would be to actually take these like uh, special uh, legendaries like they have, like uh, where you could spawn, like with the Gibnib, you could spawn a fetish, right? Make that better. You know, so that way you build a build around it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like in Diablo 2, you build builds around items. Bring that back. Yeah, and well, Travis Day said that that he's essentially he wants to do that, but it's not going to be in 108. Essentially, that you know some of the changes are going to be band-aid fixes until they can better address it. So you know, I, I I'm still a little skeptical because I really don't think that they can. You, I don't think they can overhaul the system enough to, you know, essentially make itemization feel completely brand new. Because just with the way that it's set up right now, it's just not possible. So, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for 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 it to, you know, come to fruition and for 108 to come here and for us to see what what it is and then to go. Oh, okay, well, it's better, but still, you know, still needs more work. Trying to think of the little things, like, you know, one of my biggest things was having an ID all lately. Trying to think if there's any other little things that everybody wants that we're wondering when it's going to happen type of stuff. Is there anything like that from you guys while I'm trying to figure out? I know there's uh, one, but when I can't it's think gonna of it. Happen, I, I hope they can somehow increase, you know, the way that we communicate with friends. So right. Not, I don't know. Y'all touched on a guild system. 
Mm. Uh, and just some way that you can talk to your friends in a better fashion. You have this the whole thing that, that got me hooked on Diablo 2 was being able to talk to my buddies and play games with my buddies and it's just you know, we're having to download a third party deal. We have to use Mumble to talk to each other. Like I don't know that they could ever do a voice chat thing on there, but just some way to communicate um, better with your friends. Let 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 us always use Mumble and never rely on Blizzard to provide us with a voice chat system because they've already tried that with World of Warcraft and right. it's terrible. Will that oh, affect the server and lag and stuff too? Adding more stuff into their own like Probably server. I wouldn't would right. want them to have to deal with like uh, running that and spending time like dealing with all. Like, but a way to message all. We just remember we downloaded yeah. Diablo two the other night and you could talk, check your friends and you could message all your friends. It's just stuff right. like that's silly, but it's so so handy to to maintain that bond in game. Yeah, I know there's one little thing that I know never wants really bad, and I I want it as well. Is, transmog, uh, transmog, right? I, I want to be able to to say, like, oh, I'm doing this. Give me, I got five minutes. Don't bog me, you know, type of thing. Or, you know, I'm sure when you're in hardcore, instead of having to put busy and just ignore people or not answer or tell them why you're busy, that you're just checking the auction house. I don't want to, and you know, start up a huge conversation. It's really nice to have. All right. You know, well, that I was just... going to say one more thing, actually, okay. regarding these these items. I mean, I think. Uh, you know, a lot of people have said that, oh, we sh they should get rid of the auction house, which at this point is kind of unrealistic. But if you're looking at the auction house and you see all those items that are out there, they, they cost just absolutely nothing now. And I really think they need to look to try to get rid of some of those items. Uh, I mean, legendary is everything because there's just there's way too much stuff there. And I'm wondering if they would ever consider... Um, if they're going to improve this crafting system even more, if they would say, okay, well, how about this? You got Here's a crafting formula, and it's going to take four 300 spears and six things of the deep and stuff like that. And No, uh, let, start, let us start. never do that. <laughs> Why not? Because that's just ridiculous. He's just saying because legendaries are too hard to find to get rid of too many. Oh, because I, I mean, I think it's so—it's just like incredibly easy to get legendaries these days. I mean, you can get almost anything for no gold at all. So no, I meant just finding them. Like it's hard. Yeah, yeah. but as as soon as you start introducing specific items as materials, then their 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 cost is going to skyrocket. True, but you could also roll out much like they did with the uh, the legacy sets and all the early items when legendaries were not that impressive, and they said, "Hey, rares are better than legendaries." They could create new new items, new item names to take the place of the old ones. I just I, I just think there's way too much stuff in the auction house. Right, no basically, they just needs they just need to find a way to another. You know, they're, they're doing more gold sinks. There should another item sink type of way. Maybe make. Uh, I, I really actually think essences, it should cost more, a lot more, like, of your essences and stuff when you're crafting. Like, instead of having only used 30 essences to craft something, you should have, like, 100 of them. I think that would be acceptable. I don't know if never, do you think that's too much still, but I think that's a good amount. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I think if you want to get rid of items, you need to give us a reason to, to salvage these items. Mm. So... Well, they've got to figure out a way to, to get the, the those materials to sell for a higher price than the auction house. And Maybe make the chance the... of rares to have a, a brimstone better as well. That would help. Well, boost boost the crafting uh, items. I mean, like, here's the thing. Have, like, some items, like, at level 63, 
bare minimum craft into like a 1k DPS weapon. Bare minimum. That'll put the price on making that items higher, which then will in turn will make the, the prices of those items to make that item so much higher too, because they're going to be so much more wanted to make that item. Because it starts at 1k, just like it does for all these uh, buy down account ones, you know? Yeah, or use crafting... Well, I actually think that using not specific items to craft into something, but having um, a, just a rare ring. Because I know you could use the Roger Cube in Diablo 2 to, to craft stuff by using um, items for craft as crafting materials as well. You can have like, oh, have a rare sword with at least this much DPS and... Or under this DPS under along with a, a ring and then two gems and then a brimstone, and that'll make a specialty sword, like a, a sort of more power or something, or a, or even whatever you want to make it into, something to make it sink, you know, not to to take away, but also give you something back, but with a better thing, but less items in general all over the place. Or or they could just. Introduce the necromancer with iron iron golems again. Actually, oh, that would be that would be great. They could even they could even do that. Add another um, guide of the witch doctor. Real, I mean, not saying it's super easy to do, but they could just add another a new pet, like an iron go- or an iron gargantuan. Make that a new rune. Yeah, that would actually like be that. a really good idea. I think that that's actually a great idea. Yeah, not not that the puke doctors need any more love. <laughs> Okay, well, oh, here. Yeah, How about you can make a iron hydra? Would you like that? No, I would not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather have frozen orb back. That was fun. An iron frozen or, orb, or a static <laughs> field, or just or just make charge bolts, just like they used to be in Diablo two. You know, you know what I just thought of. I think this is a good way to get rid of items. You can get rid of items by salvaging them into. Um, Stat potions. Like, there used to be stat potion elixirs in Diablo, I think, 1. And what you could do is uh, 5 rare items, or let's just say 10, um, will give you one stat point of your choosing. Uh, to dex, health, vit. That could be work, I think. Or I, they, were they, they, gave you, they gave you bonuses for temporary amount of time, right? Fleet potions. Oh. Attack speed. I, EXP. I, I'm, I'm, I'm liking this idea a lot. That actually, actually. isn't a bad way to waste uh, stuff. A lot of people would buy those and use them constantly. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so we need an alchemist, essentially. Right. Yep. Uh, there's, there's a lot of ideas, and good idea hof- there. Hopefully, man. some of, mm-hmm. some of uh, people from Blizzard listen to us and think some of these ideas are cool too. Uh, nobody from Blizzard ever listens to us. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, some people that do might take that to offense and not, you know, retweet us anymore. So you better be careful, <sighs> Negative Nevik. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Well, well Nevik, since, since you're here and you, you love to be negative, why don't you, you tell us, like, how's your wizard doing? Uh, my wizard is almost level 43. Still doing self-found. Haven't, haven't had any scares recently. Other than, uh, what was it, back when I was level 40, I was pushing into the Dogger Oasis and those serpents hit like a truck, so I had to uh, go back and farm some more gear, and everything's all good. So you haven't good. bought anything off the auction house? Nope. Is this a particular stand you're trying to take, or is it just... I'm just being idealistic. If I die, don't worry, I'm not going to hold to my, my ideals on it. 
And you said uh, you're only doing this till Inferno, and then you're gonna buy items. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna take a risk of trying to go into Inferno, with being completely self-found in hardcore. That would be impressive. <laughs> what? That would be a feat. Well, the only people that I know have done that have also had, like, they they do self-found or no auction house, but then they allow their buddies to give them items that are not from the auction house as well. And like like Kripari, for instance, in his group, they do. You know, they all find and farm their items and help each other out. Kind of like what we're doing, but just without the auction house. I don't know if that would be acceptable or not, you know, for your notes. Um, well, basically, I'm I I'm going to do it all solo. So that, that means no outside help. Well, you've came this far, so why not, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, um, Chris, I know you said you got to get out of here and you too, Jesse, soon. Anything anything else you want to touch on about, I don't know, the itemization or hardcore that we've missed? We I just wonder if hardcore much. is that much. Since this is the first time I'm playing it and here we are on 1.07, I'm just kind of wondering what it was like when it first came out when the game was a little bit harder. Oh, yeah, uh, basically you created a hardcore character, went into a, a team play, and they brought... Uh, Mobs into the towns and got you killed. <laughs> That's Man. right, you could do that. I totally did that back in Act One too. I mean, as a softcore wizard, obviously, but I don't. I don't even know. If I'm sure it's fixed by now, but I'm not sure if if you go into brawling and you're being affected by like bleed and stuff that goes over time, can you still die if you go? I think they out? fix. They fix that. They fix that. I hope so because that's dangerous stuff right there. Yeah, and just a quick tip. Um, if you're playing hardcore, you may want to disable your zoom-in hotkey so you don't accidentally hit it while you're in the middle of a huge pack. And they go, oh my god! Why? You get to watch yourself die closer. <laughs> <laughs> Another one is if you have a big friends list of people that can get into your game in hardcore too, even if you don't care if you have people with you, I would say keep your games on quick joinable. Um, because if you're in a group and you're playing like, let's say I'm playing MP1, which would be like the absolute hardest I want to play in Act 1, um, and someone comes in and their health instantly goes up, that could end up being bad for you too. It's like, hi buddy, how's it going? Just dropping in to say hi. Well, yeah, why well, aren't you talking to me, dick? Like, what's going on? I just came in to play with you. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were fighting a rare with Arcane Jailer Waller. Extra health and more yeah, extra right? health now. <laughs> I'm only talking to people on Mumble in Hardcore. That's I'm not chatting. <laughs> right. Just, my experience in Softcore, like, going in and chatting and, like, writing anything just means instant death to me. I don't know. I have bad luck with it, so I'm not even trying it. Hardcore. Well, um, I don't know. I think uh, we could probably actually close up the show here. Um, we've been going for almost two hours already. So. I know, right? Um, it's going pretty good, but we, it turned in more into a, like a, a roundtable show than a hardcore game night, even though we were playing while we were talking. But I, I think it, it turned out pretty good. And uh, any, anything, any guys, you guys want to throw our scan line for? Especially, you want to throw anything out there before we before we let go? Yeah, I'd say just to like uh, casual players, you know, and and people who aren't can, don't consider themselves like really hardcore gamers, not hardcore in the sense of the game mode, but just some you know people who don't devote tons of time like try hardcore like it's just as fun it's more it can be just more fun and it, and it can be you know it's exhilarating to just do a run for an hour and and be very careful about it and um you just get a lot more out of it i mean yeah um, 
it's uh, it's great. So I almost think that that's a better way if you're only. I mean, maybe not if just because you're casual, but if you only have so much time to to play hardcore, because then it's more real when you are playing. I guess you know that way you're doing more Hard- of. And yeah, hardcore yeah. will make you a better softcore player. Oh, for sure. Probably die like never on softcore <laughs> once you get used to never dying in hardcore. Jamie, anything from you? Uh, yeah, essentially it's just that, uh, give it a shot. I mean, if you're, because I, I was at level uh, 64 Paragon with my Witch Doctor, I just got so freaking bored of just grinding uh, Heart of Sin runs over and over again, getting like six or seven legendaries, a, crappy legendaries a day and stuff. You know, I was like, ah, I got to try something different. And then we came up with the idea to do this. And then, uh, yeah, I just haven't gone back to softcore since, you know. I mean, I'm just pounding it away here. And now that I got this Tempest Rush build in uh, Act 1 Inferno, I'm just running around having a ball. Chris? I think the hardcore cooperative play is really where it's at. I mean, being able, especially using Bumble, some sort of voice chat service, when you can jump in with three other people and and work a game over, and I mean, all of you are looking out for each other. So it really is like a a high-end cooperative game that has real consequences to it when you die. So uh, I I really enjoy just jumping in and and playing. It's really been a blast. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Jamie, do you have something? No, I just wanted to say it's even better if you die. That way we get to just like uh, be like, oh my god, what? Or, or like, <laughs> or, uh, script, uh, screw people and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, I actually, speak of dying, just real quick, I, I watched, because Jesse had told me in the past to check it out, I watched those some deaths on Hardcore, and man, the way some people die is not only extremely sad, but extremely funny, and I actually, I watched it's called Cocky Players Dying. And you guys should check that one out. Like, this guy's totally ripping on everyone. Like, three people in his game die. He's calling them noobs and, and all <laughs> this stuff. And all of a sudden, he walks by a poison cloud, like, uh, one of those poison plants mm. in Act 2, and that kills him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's totally just freaking out. It's awesome. Yeah, I was watching Monka hardcore videos, and I saw this one of this one girl where she's just running around like da 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 da, and all of a sudden she got into this champ pack, and then bam, she died. But she had that one uh, passive that brought her back to life, and then she almost died again. She hurried up and hit escape, and she was like grasping. She's like, "Oh my god, I just freaking died!" And then she went to the kitchen to grab a bottle of Bacardi and was about to start drinking it and stuff. Like, oh my god, it's perfect. And then she she returned back to game, and bam, she died. It was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. Just for the senior kind of freak out was awesome. Jesse, did you have anything to add? No, man. Great night. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> okay. be, be, before you close it out, I just I, I, I wanted I want to point out that we were always into hardcore. We we definitely were going to do it all along. We were never ever ever going to you know never play hardcore. Right, Lantonio. I, if this is a, <laughs> that's uh, a question. No, I know what he's getting at. He's being his his, his average self. Okay, I'm just gonna say, Navic, if you ever played were to play D2 on hardcore and have a 94 character die, then then you can make your jokes. <laughs> I really had no intentions of ever doing this, but I did, and I got hooked. And at least it feels a little better than. D2 hardcore and stuff. For, like, for, <laughs> listen, 
and and well, Antonio, just for some context, like and like level ninety four in D two is um, it's pretty extreme, right? Like that's really high up there. I haven't played D two, so I, I I know ever you know there's a lot of D two players that might like like moan about that, but like I I. I, from what I understand, like it was very hard to get to level ninety nine. Well, the the leveling part isn't the hard part. The part of getting able to where you can actually go grind bail runs in hell is the hardest part, because um, trading is extremely difficult. Obviously, there's no auction house in in D two, so getting your guy past the first three difficulties. Because yeah, I can have a buddy that's already in hardcore rush me, but it's extremely easy to die in a rush, oh, yeah. especially if you guys remember Travancol. Um, the, they could shoot their hydras through the walls at you pretty much and then there's guys that do blizzard and all kinds of other stuff that you don't have a chance at kiting away so you really couldn't do that and then there wasn't a lot of items that you know low levels that just guarantee you no deaths and stuff in Diablo 2 like there is in pretty much you know in D3 so I think it's extremely difficult it was once I found I found a couple really, really good items to help me trade up to a couple other items, which then, I, you know, I, had, I was using a hammered in, which is the easiest guy to build. Um, so, once I got to, I think I was like level 60 or so by the time I beat Hell, or six, 70, I don't know, but then I started doing uh, bail runs and just went easy from there. I was never having any problems until that good old leg spike hit me. The great lag monster. <laughs> yeah. And it's just unfortunate, but I stopped playing the album for a while. I hated my everything, hated the world for a little bit, but then I got back into it. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> right, Jesse. Now I'm getting to the point where I'm if I die again because <laughs> I'm got you know four paragons, level sixty, infernal. I might hate the world again for a couple days. <laughs> so it's all good. All right. Uh, just real quick. Any, anything else? Anybody? Wizard drill. Um. <laughs> Wizards rule. Coming out from behind me. Okay. Well, this has been, uh, I guess, Death and Wait and Game Night 2 it turned into more of a community roundtable episode, but it went really well, and we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Have a good night. You bet. Good night. Ciao. This has been a presentation of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2013. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com